game over. From the heart of the city to the outer edges of the Beltway and beyond, this is the District of Misfits Show. The drinking show with a podcast problem. This is your guide into our unique and beautiful city. The good, the bad, the ugly, as well as the funny, straight up ridiculous. Told by us before someone tells it for us. The opinions expressed on this show are our own. And we make no apologies. Brothers, sisters, cousins, kinfolk, friends, and frenemies alike. Welcome to another episode of the District of Misfits show. The drinking show with a podcast problem. The podcast for the rest of us. I am your boy, Boo, here with my cohorts, Marcus and Val, and our special guest this week, Lou Bernard. How's it going, everybody? What up, what up, what up, Heavens? What's, up, What's happening? Thank you for having me, guys. Yeah, man. Thank it's you, thank you. It's thank good you to be on. back. I've, I've been off for the last few weeks. I know I've... Uh, Oh yeah, some stuff, and I think I might actually owe myself a penalty. penalty you definitely do. So, um, but you're kind of rusty. Oh, so. oh well, you guys didn't tell me I could drink here. Oh my yeah, goodness. Man. Oh yes, Sorry. it's highly encouraged. Hey, what, if I you, meant to tell you that. You, I'm in now a bar. Now is the perfect time if you want to. If you want to step minutes. off camera and take care of your business and come yeah, back. You take, you got... you, yeah, there you go. Oh, there you go. Ah. Little, you. little angels envy on the side there. Yeah, get one of your minions and make you a cocktail. Yeah, we all know it already closed. They're already gone. They're like, just I keep looking at the camera right now. They're like shutting them down. That's why I told him, I said, don't bother me. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you've never seen a uh, restaurant office, there you go. That is it. Uh, it's a lot the going magic, on here. The magic yeah, that happens behind the scenes. It's you actually there. don't see the mess I got going on. I have to clean every Sunday here. Uh, because it's a lot going on we, here. But anyway, that's why we turned yes. the camera the other way. So, right. uh, for those <laughs> Boo, of you, welcome back. Welcome back, Boo. Thank you. Good to be back. Good to be back. For those of you just tuning in, uh, this show is being brought to you by District Dogface Studios, and uh, it's uh, yeah, it's good to it's good to be here. And if you are of the liking, sharing, subscribing persuasion, we encourage you to do so. Go to Facebook and Instagram. You can find us. We're the District of Misfits Show on Twitter. We are at DC Misfits. And uh, you can go to our YouTube channel and subscribe there where you can catch, uh, watch this live or other episodes, previous episodes, uh, along with other podcast content created by District Dog Face Studios. And Yay. on Twitch, we yeah, are Twitch. District of Misfits, all one word, all mashed up together. And you can go to crushingdc.com. We got a bunch of fun new items uploaded uh for your all your holiday and general shopping oh. needs and uh you'll be doing us a big favor too well right on. man all those social medias i'm like i'm not i don't feel like i'm old and like i don't even have any of that what oh, is but wait <laughs> there's more oh, there's <laughs> if wait, you're so interested in uh being a guest on this show sure. uh creating a uh, podcast oh, yeah. of your own to you reach out to us at district dogface studios at gmail.com. <laughs> nice. That's the spiel. Marcus, what do we got going on this week? This week, we are going to talk about some Roy Boys. Some Spacey T. like Roy Boys. Spacey T and Cocktail Lounge. Buttholes and Surviving Extra the Week. Holes. Extra, extra buttholes at that. Uh, my friend Rowan, <laughs> Rowan has finally decided to join the show, so he will be playing Jamie tonight since he's late and wrong. Oh, we're, I, I, I wonder where. I hope Jamie's okay. 
he's uh sort of I don't want to say he's MIA, but <laughs> Rowan, welcome to the show. Your sound's off. Good start. Yep. Thanks. <laughs> what up, Rowan? Welcome to the show. Rowan? Oh, your sound's off again. You're muted. Oh yeah, I know. Hey, hey boo. You're there you go. You. What's up, Val? You're filling in perfectly for Jamie, so this is great. <laughs> so Rowan's been on the show before. He's been to a couple of our live events we've done. Um, he's an old friend of mine. We go back nice. to my Annap- my Annapolis days in the restaurant industry. Oh, I love Annapolis. So Rowan is a, I guess I can call you a world traveler. Uh, Something like work, that. Work is an arms dealer. Works for the enemy. Um, An- Annapolis used to seem really far away. Right? Not, not like so much now. now. Not, like, yeah, not so now. Before maybe. Drive, yeah. Driving an hour and some change now is like kind of not really like a big nothing. deal. So yeah. uh, uh, Annapolis is a lot more. Shit, accessible. I used to make it to 40. I had a fast car. I'd make it to 45 minutes. Half an well, hour. I didn't want to wow. snitch on I, I didn't want to tell on myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, got I know it doesn't like, take hours to change to get there. Away. <laughs> <laughs> I know it doesn't take that long to get there. I just didn't want to switch on myself. So. I've been pulled over many a night. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a straight line most of the way. There's a couple. I mean, I had a Mazda do, so I fucking that last stretch into DC, like the last couple exits, there was a couple sharp turns. So, I mean, a race car. And that oh, wait, 50 coming, 50 coming back in? Yeah. 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 yeah you take those turns tight and tight. They're nice. So. <laughs> right on, sure, right man. on. So here um, we are. Boozle so or rusty? It's been four weeks. It's been four weeks for me. I, I, I am a, <laughs> uh, not only am I a little rusty, I got a little cotton mouth too. I broke a cardinal rule. Uh, I usually don't get high before the show, but here we are. Mm. And so I never would have guessed. But <laughs> to keep things moving right along, my name is Crushing Boo, and you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and sometimes TikTok under that handle. Cool. How Great about you, Marcus? I'm that guy. I'm that guy. Keeping, it, keeping it pasteurized. Keeping it. And it, Ms. Torres. You can find me on the Book of Face. At Valerie Michelle Torres, Michelle with two L's, and on Twitter and uh, the Insta at VMTBC. Good job, nice. Um, gentlemen, you guys got some socials you want to throw at people? No, I'm good. Oh, no. <laughs> it said, no, I'm good. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm not. A, I'm Lou, not as where can we find you? you? I'm not as hip as you guys are. I can tell. I don't have Twitter and Twitches and all this other whatever's going on there. But you, got you can find me. You can find me on IG. Yes, Instagram at uh, L U I V I N D C. It's called Louis V in D C. Facebook is Lou Bernard, my regular name. Um, don't really be in there much, but you know I check them out sometimes. <laughs> um, but yeah. Excellent. I became a social media. I became a little bit more social media in the past three years. Before that, I was like, ah, I yeah, I, I, I become a lot less. I got I one, just, sure. Have... You can find, you know, <laughs> like this. I mean, Twitter, I have a that? Twitter account, but I don't ever use it. I think yeah, it's I like tweeted or retweeted, maybe like. It's just filler. It's fluffer right. for the resume. <laughs> or is that right? <laughs> <laughs> I just. Yeah, people are like, yo, you saw, you saw, you saw what whatever said you said a tweet. I was like, uh, no, but is it on is it on Facebook? Let me go check. <laughs> that's how we know we're getting older because that's our. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, like I said, we're... so I was really a Facebook guy back in the day, and then 
Instagram started taking over. So I left Facebook, even though it's open to like pay attention to Instagram, even though they're like, all right, I don't even know what's going on here. But then so- past three years, <laughs> it's like Instagram anyway. And I was like, all right, I'm more Instagrammable now. But yeah. I, I, I feel like Instagram has become sort of the middle ground, generationally speaking. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, you know, we use it. I not do Instagram at all. Like, hardly ever. No, but like, it's, it's you know, definitely the more millennial, Gen Z like Gen X like thing, you know. I I've mean, been, it got me through my fucking disability. So, going to sitting pretty. in the hospital for hours. Oh well, that's nice. Yeah, because you probably were bored, so you're just like checking things was, out. And I'm in the hospital at seven o'clock in the morning until like twelve, so I had to keep my yeah. He'd have to like double up his appointment, so he'd have like two hours in the between. Go down, everybody, everybody fucking do being fucking I'd sit and hang out in the cafeteria. It's been a year and a half going to the fucking hospital. He's high five all, all the things to get at like the at the cafeteria. Like, oh, dude, oh. cafeteria was good at Bad Store. I don't even fuck with anybody. So that shit. If you knew what you were getting and what day of the week it was, because they did specials. And if I was, oh really? Up, That's you, nice. Yeah, you had the cafeteria hungry. calendar down. Oh, yeah, dude, dude. Yeah, dude, he's like, yo, I'm not, I am not missing work on Wednesday. I love that lasagna. Hell yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. TV in there. I'd sit there and be watching Ellen and shit all day. I love Ellen show. Oh, my goodness. Like, I didn't know nobody right? else would like that shit. I love Ellen show. I'm going to be honest. I'm a huge fan. <laughs> I'm just not, I'm just not like, I don't know. You know how many times, even when I got to social media, I'd like send her messages and then like, I never got any response, but still watch it though. It's okay. Fuck her then. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was gonna say it's because she's an android, or actually, after yeah. like when you watch like Men in when you watch like the Men in Black movies, yeah, like, yeah she could be an alien. <laughs> yes, no, <laughs> she, could low, she could low key be an alien. It's the eyes to me. I'm like, it's the the eyes eyes to like she could be a snake person. Or she could be person. like a Her you eyes know. are so like light blue. So. Yeah, she could. She, <laughs> she might be like half space jellyfish or some shit. Like I don't know. What? Anyways, um, <laughs> safe words. Have you guys yeah, been doing not... safe words? Have you needed safe words since? Yeah. Oh, last gone? week, definitely, definitely. Jamie almost used it. He like we. He almost used his uh, safe words. Um. So yeah. Twelve. We use safe words. We have safe words. All right. Well. Um, Marcus. <laughs> I took the liberty of writing mine down in the notes so I wouldn't forget. Mine is <laughs> it's, it's that time of year. My safe word is fruitcake. Right. <laughs> it's what? Fruitcake? Fruitcake. Fruitcake. I'm, I'm going to go with pony. Ooh, well played, sir. Kaiser. So <laughs> hold on. Now, hold on. <laughs> I'm going to go with a lemon. Lemon? Right. Wow. Lemon? Oh. I'm gonna Wait, have to are... go with Yuletide. What? Yuletide. Yuletide. All right. What does that even mean? What's that for? <laughs> Smacking yourself in the head for it's my job. It's like Christmas time. Yuletide. Oh, I know what it is. It's just oh, like okay. I see what he's saying. It's a I weird can... word out of context. Right. For sure. But it's my safe word. I can make it whatever I want. Oh yeah, 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 dude. This is this is a safe space, man. Like you go for it. So Lou, we have some rules about the safe words. It has to it has to be only one word, and it can't be a proper noun. Oh, Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm feeling. I mean, um, oh shit. Uh, One safe word can be, huh? Just look around the room. Look around the room and (laughs) say word crouton. There you go. Boom. 
I like that he said, look around the room, and I leave it. Oh, crouton. There you go. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a trick it's a we picked up along the way. Like, you know. It's literally yeah, what we do almost every. Is that right? Every show? Every I show. Mean, yeah, It's a rarity one. Actually... It's a lot. Unless you're really inspired with your safe word, like you've been uh-huh. sitting on a good one for a while, it's usually that's what it breaks down to. Just look around the room. Oh, nice. Well, this is definitely uh, an, an inspire word for me. It's, uh, it means something. So, not because it's in the room, because it, it is in the room. That when he said "look at the room," I said, "Oh shit!" Um, but yeah, okay. anyway, go ahead. I mean, if you have inspiration you want to share about a crouton, I mean, I'm by all means. Like, I'm kind I, of I, yeah, curious I mean, now. No, it was well. It was uh, you know um, a breakup of a relationship, but uh, we stay very good friends. And then pandemic hit us, and then we were like, okay, well, we can't break up right now. We're gonna we might as well die together. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> So we decided to be crazy since, uh, you know, we were shed. Well, we didn't know we were going to shut down for four months, at least me. Uh, she also didn't have no job because obviously her company closed down. Uh, so we were just uh, looking at each other's faces, even though I have my place. I have my place. She has hers. So I don't know. Um, we decided to take a nice little ride all the way to Toledo, Ohio. Okay. Um, to meet up with this. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that would be enough. Go on. <laughs> I mean, and then and, and we got there and i'm like what is this but the first question i asked uh, i met we, we went there and met with this one guy uh for a specific reasons i'll come out to that uh and i told the first thing i told the guy i was like so you live here he's like yeah, i'm from here he's like what do you guys do here he's like what do you mean like there's nothing here <laughs> he said he laughed he was like i feel you you're right like you but it's our home and i was like well there's nothing but land here and like horses and Cows and like he caught feelings because you were like there's nothing <laughs> in Toledo. He did. I pretty much I think he was kinda like mad, but since I was gonna give him money, he was kinda like, haha, yeah, bro. Like, yeah, well, you know, it's hometown. And I'm like, okay, cool, man. Uh but we got a nice little puppy. Um and it was the color of a crouton, and that was the first huh. word that came out with our mind. And now, um, it's my baby crouton. I call him crouton. This is name. That, that's that's awesome. a very sweet nice. story. I really yeah, had um, no idea where you were going with that. I, yeah, yeah, so I that guy. So I'm she said when I yeah. So when I said we were supposed to be kind of like on a, on the way to break up, and then pandemic happened. We sit down. She's like, "Hey, I want a dog." And I said, "I love dogs. I grew up with I grew, uh, I grew up with two dogs and two cats." So I was like, "I love I love animals in general." Anyway, um. And she said, well, I searched this guy and this dog that I think I won, it cost like $3,000. And I said, well, fuck you then. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. She's like, but I got in the middle of a, a, a pandemic. Yeah, I was like, you know what? Like, um, no, I got other worst shit to worry about. You have a great day. And she's like, no, you funny. I'm like, well, I got it for, I found it. I found the dog for cheap. It's not that it costs $3,000 if you buy it from like a, one of those fancy breeders. I said, oh. And so, well, how much is the dog? <laughs> it was 600 bucks. And I say, oh, let me see the picture. And when I, when I saw the picture of the breed, I used to say right away, I said, oh, shit, it's going to look like that. Or even if it doesn't look like that, it might be a different color. Fuck it, let's go get him. Uh, and, you know, we got, we got, we, we, we set it up. We jumped on the car. It was like the first month of pandemic. And we haul ass down there. Yeah, take so up crouton. And like, you, the guy you bought the dog from, was that who you were insulting? Yes. <laughs> I was like, yo, what the fuck are you guys doing here? Like, what do you mean? Like, we're like, in the middle of nowhere. He's like, what are you bars? talking about? He's like, my Oh, we have a bar call. down the road. We, you got, you just got to go to town. And I was like, well, how long is that from here? It was about an hour and a half. I said, God damn. 
I said, all right, well, that's good. <laughs> an hour I'm sorry. and a half for a bar? Yes. Right, yes. So if I, from, the, from the area that his house, his farm was, uh, you had to drive. I mean, we drove so much. We didn't see shit else about around us. I didn't calculate it was an hour and a half. I just know it was nothing around us. And then, boom, we got to, like, a road. And then, boom, this man has, like, a big-ass fucking farm with, like, I mean, fucking huge farm. So I was like, okay, this guy got money, one. Uh, and but what does he do? <laughs> what does he do with his money? Like, um, if it, yeah. If it takes if it takes you more than thirty minutes to get there, you can no longer use the words around here. I know that's, well, that's not. <laughs> we have that's a bar around, around oh, here. We have a, we have a bar I, around I'm here. I'm sorry. Yeah, how long like, did it take well, us to get to this? That's exactly bar? my like, question. I was like, oh, okay. Well, where, where, where is it at? It was like, oh, about an hour and a half. I said, what? <laughs> hour and a half is not around here. I was like, hour oh, and a half okay. is like. Uh, an hour and a half is like what? <laughs> fucking Fredericksburg. It's, going on, you know it's like saying? Fredericksburg. Like, it's like going on yeah. deep in Baltimore and shit. I'm like, God damn, bro. Like, okay, cool, man. Like, I know you got trucks and shit. I guess it's what not a big way to drive. That is crouton. Yes, that is baby crew. I would, you know, that's worth it. That's worth the drive. So when you said Toledo, Ohio, that's where I was like, where's this story going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, like, this, this could. Yeah, be. man, it got picked up, and uh, you know, drove back. His mama was, you know, all about it. So um, I don't know. Yeah, I was cool. So yeah, now we definitely share custody. Some uh, ish we can say. Like I take care of him here, there. She, he lives, he lives with her, of course. But you know, um, yeah. So, but you know, it, when, it, when you said safe word, oh, that's my safe word, crouton. Like I, 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 I randomly just post on on my social media. Like I miss you, baby crouton, and I tag him because he has the Instagram. And he has people are, <laughs> yeah. He, has, and he I, had an Instagram before you did. Uh, no, <laughs> no, I already had my Instagram for years. I just, well, I wasn't as active as I am right now. That's probably why. Right. Well, yeah, uh, but no, his mama, his mom is all all about him. Let me see him whenever I can, whenever. I, which is, I, I try to do as much time to go see. I mean, I'm telling you, having a pet is like, and it's having a pet is not even like 100% yours. It's even more uh, like a lot to, to handle because you want to see him all the time. Like, I want to see right. the guy all the time. But uh, but yeah, no, we're friends, man. It was cool, man. His mom is a great, great people, man. She's a great person. So, you know, we're still checking around. Let me see Crouton when I can and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's cool. Right all right. So, I, speaking of dogs, I have a TikTok about a dog. And if you're a dog owner, oh, you know what the dog's biggest enemy is. So, this a cat, of course. No, not at all. Oh, stop me from coming in here, man! You don't really think I don't do this? Oh, y'all are so cute. <laughs> then y'all bring them in. I'm hopping over. Oh, that's what we doing out here, huh? You done called in the reinforcements. The party's over, huh? My arch nemesis, the vacuum. You're a real piece oh, of my Oh, my gosh. shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's the true enemy of a dog. That is no. crazy. Actually, true, though, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, when so Petey funny. was younger, he used to hate the vacuum. After yeah. a while, he just didn't give a shit. But, like, initially, <laughs> he was not a fan. I mean, that's, every dog is scared of a fucking vacuum cleaner. Even ones I mean, them things make noise. On. They're on the same gra- They're on the same level as a dog. <laughs> You know what I mean? The yeah, head is all yeah. 
the head is down, fucking like it's ready to pounce and shit, you know? And <laughs> it's like, I could see it, dude, from a dog's perspective. You're like, yeah, fuck that thing, dude. Are you kidding me? I mean, I think my cats are afraid of the vacuum cleaner, too. They don't, they don't enjoy it. Cats are fucking weird. I think it's that noise also. It's like really, like, you know, loud and whatever, sucking up all that. So they're like, oh, yeah. I mean, if on. a dog's hearing is supposed to be like way more sensitive than ours, then I can only imagine how fucking yeah. awful <laughs> vacuum cleaner Because they can hear anything fast. Yeah, that's true. That is very true. <laughs> Like, yeah, that's some bullshit. Nice. Uh, so, Lou, tell everybody like how we know you and how why why what you're doing while you're on the show because we got like it's a twofold it's a twofold thing. So let's 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 get yeah. Into um, now I think well I think we got to know well some of you I know just uh, I got the pleasure to meet today, um, but I know Val. Uh, I mean I've been in the industry in the service industry for now uh, total all. If I count all together, I know I started as a part time, but all together, I guess I'm going to my 13 year now, 12 year now. Um, but I met. Start, ba- where did you start off? Uh, I start off right out of college. Um, my first job it was for besides my day job, it was working for Georgetown Events. It wasn't Georgetown Events oh, yeah. then, of course. Uh, it was owned by the by the owner of Georgetown Events. His name was Bo. Uh, he had one Bo bar in Bubbler. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he all he had one bar in Georgetown called Smith Point. Um, Republican Democrat all mixed up there. Um, so yeah, I got to my office uh, working was around that O Street. It's like Wisconsin. I know where the bar is. Um, and he had, of course, uh, Latino people working for him. I became friends with one of the Latino guys, and you know, I don't know, just. Became friends and started hanging out at the bar. I was the only brown person among everybody in there. So everybody was like, well, why does this guy have a suit and he's brown? I'm like, hey, man, I work around the corner. What's up? <laughs> um, but we became friends. Bo is, uh, you know, I, I, I say Bo is the most nicest, good-hearted, racist motherfucker. Um, <laughs> and I mean, I'm going to be honest. say that's accurate. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. he is. He's dope. I used to he work with Bo you. at the third edition. He was a he oh was, no shit. Uh, yeah, he he was the door he was the door guy when. Nice. Uh, you know he has a good story too behind it. To be honest with you, like you know he was just GW guy, Georgetown grad, this and that, earned money from his mom. His mom had two big uh, antique shops in Georgetown, which she made fortune out of. And when his mom decided to hang the boots, sold like I think all three of them and kept one for a little bit, give him all the money, and he was actually working for the owner of the previous midpoint and the owner of that was uh not really giving a fuck anymore and bo was like here man here's some money i'm taking over um yeah, so uh, that's yeah that's and tragic. then next, yeah and then uh and bo took over that and next you know what bo did is <laughs> yes that's exactly what happened uh thank you marcus uh yeah thanks mom uh which i got to meet his mom too mom is a very very nice lady very Th- thanks nice bo's mom we appreciate yeah, you very nice lady. We appreciate very you. nice lady um nice. yeah so you know i ended up hanging out there so long then one day he came he said come on man get behind the bar and start helping them out and i was like I'm wearing, I'm out of work. What, what are you talking about? I'm wearing my suit on. Like, I'm just here for happy hour. And he was like, uh, one of the guys that I uh, ran his entire business besides his managers and all, and you know, all, it was this guy named Claudio. Claudio was a Mexican guy, very amazing guy. Um, 
and Cla- you know Claudio was like he's like Claudio we need this Claudio this Claudio was everything even though he Claudio was never a manager never were management pay no nothing he was just hourly and then tip <laughs> um but yeah no Claudio one day said hey man like you'll be coming here for so long you're friends with everybody all the bartenders managers both fucks with you hard like why don't you just come be bar bag with me and I was like I'll teach you I'll see you know I'll show you things and I was like you know at that point I had my mentality of bro man my eight months out of college I got a nice job like fuck all that shit you know um but after three months of keep continue talking about continue talking Claudio boom next you know I'm bar backing in there and uh yeah so I, I don't know I I somehow found so I was on that side of the bar of like hell yeah I'm in the, I love this bar white girls all day every day Ooh, right <laughs> and next you know next you know I'm getting a sweet ass paycheck for my day job and then I start working there and I see the end of the night cash money I say oh shit fuck the white bitches I got money um so I I was like oh I'm in um so then never look back after that uh, I did continue working my day job for five well, I said four years five years I think at 24 25 is when I said done I'm going full time fuck this um 24 I think 24 yeah so I, I think I did the whole nine to five for a good four year and a half so and then I said fucking I'm in uh but uh I I actually said that because those four and a half is when I say yo Bo go fuck yourself thanks for everything I'm out um but through those four years we did Smith Point uh helped them open uh the first first Surfside which it was a seasonal bar, rooftop bar uh, in uh, Glover Park. In Glover Park. Yeah, Glover Park. Yeah, we opened Surfside there. Um, the thing about Bo is like he he loves you. Like I said, he's the nicest guy, good heart. But he has like that, no, white people first. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you will not find no bartender, no management, no anybody with any title besides uh, you're the cashier, you're the boss boy, you're the food runner, you're the, you know, bar back. Uh, he always have people that don't even know what the fuck they doing but because they're white i want to be in the front uh and i acknowledge that because i obviously you know i'm educated a little bit thankfully i had the privilege to be educated and all these people working were not they were like you know normal latino english is okay like yo i'm here for the money so they didn't care i did i was like look man i'm doing a whole lot more and i'm better than all these guys like why the fuck you don't give me a, right. a position right uh, so I so so anyway so we opened Surfside and then boom we opened the bullpen the first bullpen which is 500 people in front of the stadium, um, and then from the bullpen uh, another years and we opened the we opened the uh, the fairgrounds and then the bullpen became the bar inside the fairgrounds that's when he took over the whole fucking block uh, my first year there and that's when I really when he really became rich that's when I knew okay he's rich. Because he was like, "Yo, That's I got this." Knew he was rich. Dude, well, can I ask yes. a question? I got a question. Let me tell you. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I got Sorry. a question. Like, I, I, I don't know. For some reason, my brain is just not capable of fathoming this. But like, what's it like to work like in, like, I'm gonna use the the word Caucasia for lack of a better word. Like, it's just so deep. Like that fucking. Well, you know, I'm a, um, I come from uh, a. At all black neighborhood, at all black elementary, at all black middle school, at all black high school. I mean, I went to University of Maryland, so that's when I started seeing like, oh shit, there's other races. That's what's up. Um, uh, and then so me, <laughs> first of all, so, that's some DMV shit. Like, like that is the real, real DMV. Yes, see, like I said, because I've talked to people from all I, over the country, and this shit's the total opposite. Like, they no, never yeah, met no, a person I, of color until they went to college. Like, 
Yeah, man. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. I mean, a college part will teach you culture for real. Uh, yeah. For the white person, for the Indian person, from the black person, from the Latino person, whoever you are, if you go to college bar, there's culture there, and I and I and I fuck with it. That's why I represent Maryland Turb Nation all day. There's a it's a it's some good it's good memories there, and uh, and I still have a lot of good friends, good connections that has been following a good from all over, and it's and it's a mixed crowd. You know what I mean? Because yeah, Maryland is dope. Uh, I mean, you know, you can be whoever you want to be if you still want to be uptight fuck that blue color you know trump all day well me you but a lot in there in college park is dope uh and it starts with the folks that go there the people change there so that's a good thing um so why why did their sports team suck so fucking bad then i know well that's what, exactly why i only follow uh uh my basketball team which we walked yeah. tonight against the gators uh we that's why i only follow the lacrosse team the, uh, the women's basketball which i'm still sending emails saying like yo what the fuck are y'all doing why you not give them in? Maryland, why are you not? If you don't have a good lacrosse team in Maryland, you need to go. Well, we recently <laughs> in this new era, we are lacrosse champs. Uh, not necessarily this year, but like we we in like the the, the five, in the past four year uh, circle of lacrosse champ, uh, women's basketball champ, uh, Big Ten champion, men's uh, final uh, Sweet Sixteen. Uh, we are soccer champs. Uh, we are baseball playoff, and then nothing else. Uh, football program, unfortunately. Before my time, they suck. Through my time, they still suck. Uh, after my time, they still suck. So that's why I cheer for uh, LSU, you know. Uh, my, 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 my college football team is the Tigers, LSU Tigers, man, to be honest. But, Lou, Maryland got a bowl game in New York. So they're not Yeah, but... It's it's not a bowl ball, but it's a bowl game. What is it? Is it, is it the, like, is it, what, is, what is it, the... Uh, the, it's the bowl, it was, whatever uh, bowl is playing in the Yankee Stadium. Yeah, I think like I'll the be bowl you. or something. Yeah, Crouton's ball is more fun to watch than yeah. the Yankee. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I'm okay with that. It's the Crouton's ball. It's like, yo, it's man, the Ben like, and Jerry's yeah. fucking mint chocolate chip bowl. Mint chocolate, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man. I don't know. So then, um, yeah. So after the first year. Uh, it, the reason I said this is when I know he became rich is because uh, as a, he was like, hey, Terrible Nation, baby, there you go. You see what I'm saying? Um, as an as a, as a owner, I feel like uh, I feel like as an owner, no matter how much success you have, you should still be present there as a, as, a, as a face. As like I'm there at least, I don't know, the week has seven days. You don't have to be there at, at that point of view ownership, but you could be there three days out of the week. He stopped going there. Now he be, it became that, that the point of like he has a super manager to another manager to this manager and then the guy manager and then this manager's manager. And I was just like, when there was problems, we used to just directly talk to him and he'd be like, yo, I got you. I'll do this. Oh, I'll do this. Even if it was like, yo, look, yo, Bo, man, like I know payday is like next month but or next Monday, but like you think I can get it today? He's like, hey, oh, yeah, I got you, man. It was not like that no more. And it wasn't about the money. It was just in general. Like that's what it became that. a corporate structure. Exactly. Of it is a, it's a huge corporate right now. Uh, yeah. And that's, I mean, yeah. like, don't get me wrong. Business is business, man. Like, you know what I mean? But as a, as a person, you, you know, you can still be a corporate, but as a person, I feel like you should just still be, Hey man, I'm about, I'm all about working. That's why, that's what I did. That's where I got what I got. You know what I mean? Well, once you, so, once you stop showing up, all you see yeah, is man. on a spreadsheet. And then, uh, you, I had some, know, yeah, exactly. And I had some uh, some situations with their manager and the other manager and this manager and that manager. And I just, I just, I got like, one of those like I got, I sat down and I looked around and I was just like, 
like I built this shit, and your motherfuckers don't even know what the fuck y'all doing. And but you are my boss. Oh, oh, I don't know. I gotta go. Uh, so I said peace out, and then I left uh, after the first year of Fairgrounds being built. I rolled out, and I ended up in Madam's Oregon Blues Bar, baby, working for another nice ass racist ass guy <laughs> named Bill Duggan. Mm. Oh, I know. I'm gonna be man, honest with man, you. The man, the myth, the legend. I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, again, uh, I, the dude is dope. The dude is very good heart. The dude will do a lot of things for you. Yet yeah, he is racist as fuck. Yet yeah, use it as his own benefit. Yes, uh, he has a lot of issues, but the dude is legit. I'm gonna be honest with you. For all the hard four and a half years I worked for him, uh, I can say fuck that guy. But you know what? If he says, "Can you help me?" I'll be. If he says, "Can you help me?" I'll be the first one to say, "Fuck yeah, I got you, bro." Because yes, I seen what he done. For other people, I seen what he's done to other people, uh, but he's always been like, "Yo, man, you know what I mean? Like, if you are, if you under his roof, you're a fan. If you're not under his roof, no matter what color you are, especially if you're black, uh, then you fucked." But um, yeah, that's uh, yeah. Madam's Oregon was the next chapter, and that's when I said, uh, you know, uh, let me just learn. Uh, he was not like, "Oh my God, no, I need white people." No, he'd be like, "Yo, uh, yes, I experienced racism right away because he says." You're going to work the lounge. You're going to work the club level. And definitely you work in the rooftop. Only you. And I was like, why the fuck you? Because you look Highlander. And I was like, wow. I said, all right, cool, man. I said, I was, so no problem. Long hair, Highlander looking. I'm Latino, by the way. He was like, who cares? Just go. Said, no <laughs> so Tuesdays was my rooftop shit. Sunday was my rooftop shit. Wednesday was my rooftop shit. I get like, I was on the mix of the club level, which is the metal level, which is also like karaoke level. I was on the mix on that between the other days, but I will never down. I will never bartend the the the, the dining room bar, or I will never bartend the live music bar. He wanted a gorgeous black girl or the gorgeous white woman, nothing else. Yeah, uh, still it. Yeah, uh, I I I used to work next door. Well, I worked at I worked at Madams as a I was security there for like a hot second. I used to. Oh no shit! I used to post up um right on that first landing in the dining room. Nice, nice. right there. That's what's I up, man. I hated that shit. Uh, Wait, we never met months. before? Are you sure we didn't, we didn't work together? Are you sure? So man? this was back in like 98. This <laughs> oh, is a long, okay, long okay. ass time yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Um, I was talking, but then I, I worked next door at yeah. Asylum. For, oh. I work, and I worked at, I worked next door at Asylum for 10 years. So like I'm very familiar with Madams Organ and the staff nice. from that era. Yeah, that yeah, time. yeah. Uh, and yeah, I've, no. I've spent a considerable amount of time in that building. So it's funny when you. Talk yeah, about the roof, and I used to live above Joy's <laughs> yeah. nails. Yes, and my, oh, and my cats would get I out. Get my, I used to get my mani pedi from there. My cats would get out, and they would go up on the roof, and they would fuck with people on the roof of Madams. Like I would get wow. calls, yeah, know, from my friends so that were working. They were like, "Yo, come get your cats!" Like they're fucking walking around on the <laughs> on the roof, meowing at people and shit. Yeah, man. So I, that's... I feel like you guys are probably cross paths. Oh, Maybe we yeah. have, man. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know. Like, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Boo also used to work at the Reef. So. Yeah, okay. I love the Reef. I mean, I was at Madam's when the Reef was still the Reef. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, dude. We've, if nothing else, we probably ran into each other somewhere. Yeah, yeah, like, maybe, you know. That's probably true, man. In the wee hours, you know what I'm saying? That is true. I used to have a lot more hair. Oh, is that right? So, I want to share this picture. Oh Lord! Now I pulled this off. Bill, I, I was building our new uh, price sheet for the studio, and uh, I need a picture of you. So I went to your Facebook. 
<laughs> and I don't know if this is photoshopped or what this is, but you're so cute and sweet and innocent looking and small. Did I build waiting. it up? Enough? This is fucking waiting. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so... wow. Look at that. Um, so somebody. Bro, I'm, I'm pretty sure we crossed paths before. Like, I can tell <laughs> So somebody made I mean, that. that has to be like Photoshop. No, yeah, 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 yeah. It is. Somebody made that. Um, uh, this guy Tony. Um, that was during like, it was during the Trump years. Shit was no. insane, and oh, people sure. were talking mad shit. And like, yeah, I. Uh, yeah, one day I went on Facebook and <laughs> like, was, ta- yeah. was tagged in this picture, and was like, yeah, I think I might have even made it my profile picture for a minute <laughs> for a little bit. <laughs> Give yeah. it a good run there. <laughs> Thank you again, Tony. I, I, I think I should be a profile picture again. <laughs> so, so oh, dude, you know, put, it's, I got, I got the sweats shirt. when you were like, yo, I got this picture, boo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not allowed to bring the wedding pictures back. So. No? Ah, uh, come on. Those, those yeah, he, the best. He, he played a trump card. That I, he didn't I, I, for, I forbade it. He oh, forbade it. I forbade it. No longer Those allowed. Those are to play. hot pictures, boo. Hard line in the same. Yes, but you use them for evil, and so therefore <laughs> you're not allowed to. Use you them. use them against him. <laughs> not in his favor. More against him. That's not cool. <laughs> the best oh. was that it was actually our guest the the, the day that we the, we had our friend Caitlin, on, and she is the one who found those pictures. <laughs> oh, look at that! Like, look at these pictures, boo. Oh, that was so good. Great Evil, I say. Anyway, okay, so you were at Madam's Organ, and then where? Yeah, where did so the path lead you after that. Man, I I, I spent good years uh, in Madam's, uh, Adams Morgan in general. Uh, I left Georgetown, of course. Uh, I was I was living there too on on Wisconsin and R. Uh, sorry, Wisconsin and P. Uh, so I moved to Sixteenth Street and. That's when I was like, oh, this is my neighborhood. This is where I should have been all this time, geez. And that's like, I don't know. I feel like I fit in right in. Um, yeah, just madams. Uh, like I said, I got to learn even more of what I need to learn, which it was, you know, more bar, more service. Um, 98 to 2008 was the golden age of Adams. Really, mine was on the 2000, uh, 14, 15, uh, 12, 12, 11, 10. Yeah, let me see. 11, 10, 11, 12. Maybe 2010. 13, 14. Yeah. About, yeah. Any, yeah before that's... the shooting started, like yeah. there was a point in time where <laughs> some, uh, someone getting shot on 18th Street was unfathomable. And then 2010, Yo, worked... 2010 hit and it was like constant. There was, uh, there was um, it was so when I, I worked at what is now Shenanigans, it, it was called Morgan's for like a hot second, for like five months. Morgan's, yeah. And so I worked there for that five months. There was a 12-day stretch where there were eight shootings Only so. on or around 18th Street. Like, it was right, right when the weather turned, so it was, like, nice out and, like, everybody, like, people were, like, acting the fool. See, and but I back was then, like, dude, you didn't do that shit. You went, you went out and you got laid. Like, you didn't. It was yeah, crazy. Facts, facts. I, I was, like, shocked. <laughs> I was, like, like why do I, I need a I gun literally while was, I'm... It was when like, they they would have insane. like the the cops all there, the fire trucks all like right on 18th Street, you know, like shit uh, that 
shenanigans now is like on the top of 18th street yeah yeah, between columbia and i was like terrified like we would close at three o'clock and at 305 i was out the door i'd be running down the street to the blackguard i'd just be like i feel safer on like 18th in florida than i did on 18th in columbia and in terms of yeah that whole area it was like yo we closed 3 a.m and then you come out at like 4 40 4 30 and it was like people everywhere i'm like yo what the fuck what what bar is open none it was just motherfuckers like left and right on the street i just chilling and i was like god damn it's like we closed an hour and a half ago like motherfuckers are still out here like what it was wild, but you're right. It's right when the weather is like is about to be nice, uh, summer style, or it's about to be cold. So it's right before like the cold, like before fall gets there. Motherfuckers out there until like five a.m. and like you can just start seeing people like kind of like emptying out the street. And I'm like, God damn. Um, but yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, man. Uh, I don't know, okay, madam. So now, what are you doing now nowadays? If nowadays, uh, after yeah, yeah. So nowadays, um, I'm uh. A little, a lot of changes in the past uh, three years, we can say. Uh, so I, I, I got team out with uh, Frank, which just started as a beverage director here for Row Boys. Uh, that's actually a story if I'm going to share that uh, later, maybe if I get a chance. But uh, I got to work with him. Um, I got to be his bar back here, and which he was like very surprised that I wanted to do that. He was like, Lou, why that I would not boy? let you do Yeah. I started as a bar back, which uh, uh, Zach was very surprised. Mm-hmm. He was very surprised. Uh, uh, Jay, uh, I don't know if anybody knows Jay, but Jay was very surprised. Like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? You're bar back? I was like, yeah, man. Um, so I took a year off. Um, some events happened. Where I saw, anyway, to forward, and we can get back to that later. We can get back to that later, but um, with no problem, of course. Um, so I, Madam's Oregon, close to five years, almost pretty much five, done. Uh, that's how me and Frank became friends because he was across. He opened up uh, Rufus Union. Uh, I was still at Madams. Boom. Not from that, and then we end up getting in the same circle with a bunch of friends. After Madams, um, Nico's kind of like recruited me slightly to like, yo, come through to Madam uh, to um, to the Black to the Blagger. Uh, I said I was like, bro, the Blagger is my bar. I go there every every Monday for uh, hang out with Bo. So then, uh, you know, I ended up in the blagger, boom, five years uh, on there. And then uh, I took a year off because of some events going on, a lot of a lot of drama, a lot of, you know, a lot of things happened, a lot of exposure and this and that. So um, so I took a year off, decided to say, you know what, let me regroup. A lot of things was going on besides the blagger. So I was like, let me go back to the 95. Let me see if I still got it. And I went to a 95 for a full year. Uh, once I got the hang of it again, I was like, okay, yeah, I love the 95. Nothing wrong. I know what I'm doing. But I wanted to go back in the industry, so I ended up working. I was blessed to actually work Saturday, uh, Friday, Saturdays only. I was bartending for um, Dakota here on U Street or Florida or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I don't know. I met Frank one night again. And uh, I mean, not that I didn't talk to him. We talk, you know, here there. But, like, uh, I didn't know that he was opening this place. Um, and I ran into him at Capo, one of the, like, nice parties that we got going on every other Thursday, throwing shade. I don't know if you guys know about it, but good uh good good folks there um we met out man we were hanging out he was like blah, blah, blah. he said i'm opening this thing in like three months and i was oh that's what's up like what are you doing that's all man i five, but i barged upstairs he's like, always oh, he was like man i wish i knew i could bring you in it's like so what are you looking for he was like nothing man i got the staff uh, you know frank is uh even if he hears that i don't care because i tell him all the time you have he has that that ability to to be able to, to talk like he talks so good and then it's all bullshit but 
Um, <laughs> Uncle, Uncle Frank. Uh, Good old Uncle Frank. Frank. <laughs> I was with him on our show before. Nice. I was with him last night. Anyway, but yeah, Frank will tell you, like, man, we'll tell you, like, the world is this way. And then it's like, no, you're bullshitting. It's not that way. He's like, all right, but well, it could be that. Like, all right, but well, it could be it's different. All right. Uh, anyway, so he said, yo, man, I got all my staff. I got this, that, this, that. You know, he's like, yo, all I need is a bar bag. And I said, shit, man, when is training started? He was like, probably in the next month. We got three months in construction. And the next month was, I said, well, hit me up. And he's like, no, you like, you going to find me something? I said, yeah, I found you. I found you a bar bag. He said, bad, like for real? He said, yeah, I found you a bar bag. You know what's up. He said, cool. They said, I'm going to be the bar bag. I said, I'll find you a bar bag. Uh, <laughs> Uh, as he said, uh, a month and a half passed, and he's like, "Yo, Lou, what's up, man? Yo, we ready to start training, man? You got the bar bag?" I said, "Hell yeah, dude! Uh, I'll send you. I'll, I'll send you. What day you wanted to come to to start training?" He said, "Yo, this day, this day, four o'clock." I said, "Bad. We're gonna meet with the owners and everybody." I said, "No problem, man. You'll be there, bad." Later that he know, I'm walking in the door like, "Yo," knock on the window, and he was like, "Yo, what's up?" I said, "Well, you know, I'm here to bar bag." He said, "It shut the fuck up." I was like, "What? What you talking about?" He was like, "No, like, where's the bar bag?" I was like, "I'm here to bar bag." He said, "Like, look, it's not like you, your manager, you like round bars, but you're not bar bag." And I was like, "Who the fuck? Why not? What's wrong? Is it bothering you? Like, you don't want, you do not want to hire me?" Zag was there because it was all, all all the bartenders. Zag was one of the bartenders opening there. So all the, the bartenders was there. Like there was no bar bag. They didn't have none, no, not not one. I wasn't like the third guy. Like I was I was there was no bar bag at all. Um and Frank was like, No, Lou, like stop bullshitting. I was like, I'm not bullshit. I called him Frankie for years. Uh no, Frankie, and probably the only one to be honest. I said, No, come on, Frankie, you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna lie, man. I'm I'm the guy. He said, what happened to Dakota? I was like, shit, if you hire me, fuck Dakota, I'll come over here. He said, but you, bar- but you bartender there. Like, so what, Frank? Come on, man. Like, he was like, all right, man. Like, I'm serious. I'm serious. So, boom, I walked in there, say hello to some people they already know, which they were like, yo, what the fuck? You want bar bag? He's like, yeah. So, they talked to the owners, blah, blah, blah. No problem. Anyway, training started happening, this and that, this and that. And uh, me and Frank got together right before opening. And he said, "Man, you're probably gonna be the best bar, the best bar back any business could have. The fact that you have so much experience, I don't know why you're doing this." I said, "Hey, man, it's, it's me. I like that's that's what I do. Like I'm gonna learn. And like I mean, you already know. Like man, you was doing this. I was already in the cocktail world a little bit. It wasn't like I wasn't like that good at the cocktail world. I wasn't horrible. I was just I was working at a place that wasn't really having that much of an exposure in business. So I was pretty good, whatever. But and he knew that, so he was like." Oh man, you're gonna pick up a lot of things here. And I said, "Excuse me." I said, "I got a deal for you." He said, "What's up?" And I'm not trying to be disrespectful or nothing like that because I love everybody here. Now that we train like for a straight month in this business, build the shells here. Like we build it pretty much with some of the bartenders in Frank. And then he said, "What's the deal?" He said, "I said opening. I opened business before, and I know that opening is always cool. What was that? But a lot of people don't make it." I said, "As soon as the first person to drop, I take their spot." He said, man, I feel like we're going to be here for a while. I said, then I'll be here for a while. But as soon as the first one drops, I'll take that spot. And then we hire a bar bag. And I'll train that bar bag. He said, you own. Uh, I said, okay. He said, why are you, saying, why, why, why are you making this up? Do you think somebody's not going to make it? And I'm going to be honest with you. I said, hey, humbly. I said, I can see two people within the next month. He's out. I mean, that's he what said, happens when well, you open a restaurant. Yeah. And he, Nobody. And he never said. Finished. And he said, come on, Lou, don't say that. You can't say those things, man. Like, 
you wishing somebody don't make it? I said, no, I'm, I'm not, not at all. I would not, I'm not even saying any of that. I'm just telling you that for experience, I'm telling you right now, like, and for what I see, how certain people are working right now, like, I gotta just tell you that I'll, I'll give yeah, you two months. I'll give you two months. And I just want to know that if that, if I'm right, I'll take that spot and I'll train the barbecue. He said, you're on. I said, all right, cool. Two months, three of them. Mm-hmm. And I took the first one. <laughs> and then he, 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 I came in the office and he looked at me. He said, you fucking asshole. And I was like, I just know what I know. <laughs> no, but I mean, it says a lot. It says a lot about the owner that he doesn't know that. Yeah. So I was it says like, a lot about him that he doesn't have the experience to know that like turnovers, turnover, any new place is going to have. God, yeah. Turnover, period. I'm telling you. So, I mean, like, Frank would know that. Like, you, I mean, it's just funny that he was just like, it's, well, it's I think, milk. I just think, like he was, I just think, Frank was a bar manager, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think that he didn't, he knew who he was hiring when it comes to like certain people. And then he hired other people, but didn't really know these people. I know these people, but I'm not going to be here because I would never do that to nobody or anything. That's why I say, hey, no, I'm not trying to, but I knew that they're not going to make it because I know those folks didn't make it before somewhere else. So exactly. So, but I wasn't going to see that. Yo, Frank, I know this, this, that, X, X, Y, and C, did this, did that. Yo, they ain't going to make No, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to be like, whatever, right? Imagine they might've made, imagine if they were actually going to be like seven months later, a year later, and I'll still be a barber, right? I just thought that for what I know, I'm like, oh, so I just said, it's not going to work. So I say, hey man, like as soon as something happened, like I'll take that spot. I didn't say, yo, said you said, it's not going to make it. Yo, said. I never, I didn't say that. I, I'll tell you that in front of Frank. He'll tell you too. I never mentioned no names. And I, I just said, yo, I feel like, you know, it's opening business. A lot of times you know, people don't really make, I said, as soon as the first one drop, I'll take that spot. And then I'll train. He said, all right, man, cool. So when that happened, I get, like I said, he saw me in the office. He said, you fucking asshole. What, how did you knew that? I said, I, I didn't. I just, I just business, man. Like it's opening business. It's usually like that. Um, and then when that happened is when uh, I let him know, not necessarily verbally. I just let him know by actions. I'm like, I'm your lead bartender, bro, from this point on. I just don't think you know that. Right <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and next thing you know, uh, Frank was the easiest job ever because everything I did was everything. And he was just looking, you know, looking good because I did everything. Don't get me wrong. It was like, Lou, we about to make a new menu. And he has all these drinks and this and that. Boom. I batch it for you. I make it for you. I did this for you. I Everything was me. And, uh, you know, I just, just stayed here. I'm still here. Uh, a lot of things changed, of course. Uh, you know, he developed a different uh, a different uh, approach to this job. Owner, she did not like it. There was, a, you know, he said, she said, he said. And I was like, and I don't play that. So, you know, uh, when I got the call and said, hey, man, you i want this owner she called me and said we want this from you we want this from you we want this from you i said shit well if you pay this man this much and if you pay that man that much and if you pay this man that much and i'm ruining all these people's three jobs and one then i need this money he said oh well, you got it i said shit said no less uh, and right <laughs> away, <laughs> there you go and right away i, I called frank and said hey frank i'm in robots can you come meet me he was like oh i was actually about to uh, call you too like let's meet up he came in here and he said hey man this is what happened i said yeah man and I told Frank, I said, I know you for 10 years. I don't think they know that. They probably think, because I think the ownership here thing, not only they don't know my resume, they didn't hold my resume, they just know that I was running this fucking business. But when they asked me where I come from and I show and they were like, only five, like, uh, Frank knew that. So when Frank, well, so anyway, that day I told Frank, hey man, uh, we know each other for 10 years. We're friends for 10 years. 
uh, I'm not here to be, he said, you said, said, like, cause he was already was like, oh man, he did this, that, that. And I was like, well, they said this, this and that. And like, I'm not trying to hear that, bro. I love you to death. I'm here now. Hopefully no bad blood. And he was like, fuck no, Lou. Like, I'll, I'll, anything you need, I'm here for you. I said, bad. That's what I want to hear. Uh, and then I took over, I took over Robois. Um, yeah. So what's your exact and, uh, position there right now? Uh, as of, um, as of this past month, um, I am 3% part of operation manager ownership, uh, to draw oh. boys. Right on, uh, before, before that month, uh, became the general manager and bar manager, beverage director, if you want to call it for the past nah, eight months. Uh, before that, it was pandemic. We was just coming back. We was just trying to think. There was a GM here. They realized that he was also not doing. He was coming to work one day a week. Uh, so they figured that out. And they say, hey, man, like that's exactly why I say, well, if you're paying your GM this much money and he's coming one day a week and you were paying somebody else that much money and he's not here, I say, hey, man, I'm going to do all these three jobs, which I've been doing. I need this money. And they were like, hell yeah, you got it. But after that, they, they yeah, after that, they approached me and he said, hey, man, like, I'm going to be honest with you, this, this, that, this, that. I know that at the end of the year is when you're probably going to see any any type of any type of fruits, any type of, you know, but we want to give you 3%, you know, this and that. I say, hey, man, let me think about it. Let me talk to my 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 law, legitimate uh, side of uh, people and to see, make sure I'm doing the right thing. But, uh, yeah, man, we figured it out. And, yeah, that's the, the past month. That's That's what they offered me, and I took it. Um, it's funny because I talk someone going yeah. from you know at the same establishment, you like started a bar back, and now you're like, I love this shit. <laughs> well, I started, I started, I started as a bar back because I, it's just me, man, and that's what I show here. Um, I, I'm not again, I'm not gonna call like yo, you know, that guy, like, no, I'm not gonna do that. But I think everybody that worked through here, uh, it, it was everybody had a, a, a different mentality. I'm no better than nobody, I would never say that, I wouldn't, I would never say that. Didn't do, I wouldn't I didn't say it before I would not say it in the future I'm, I'm no better than anybody I just do how I know how to do things uh, and I think the people here were like I work oh my god work I'm like uh work my fuckers let's go to work what's up and that's me I'm I'm work I'm I'm work 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 uh someone told me like oh my god you the GM at Old Boys so how you gonna do the pop up I'm like uh what do you mean well how well, you don't have time I said what is time. Well, you tell me what time means to you, and then I'll tell you if I have time for you to listen. Because I have time. Time is nothing. It's what do you want to do with that time? Uh, I did the pop up. I show ownership that I still got this. I I did the pop up. I blew up. After that, I changed. So explain the, the, what the pop up was. It was during the summertime, and it was what? Yeah. So um, you know, Frank Frank uh, Frank started this as a as a as the cocktail program. Anyway, uh, he started this with his own knowledge with his own image of course every beverage director in the city uh that gets hired uh by a, a brand new business you they turn it into like what you want to have and what you want to represent uh frankie come came from jack rose at that point so he brought a lot of whiskey knowledge this that uh you know the cocktails he had was a lot of whiskey involved plus a little tequila we all we used to have one tequila in the show that's it we used to have one gin that's it one mascal that's it but shit's on other stuff, but which, hey, again, the cocktail program was dope, uh, very successful. Not only I learned a lot from that, not because of what he did, but what I, what, what he was not doing. I was like, oh, I'm going to do that. Um, but when I took over, I changed the cocktail situation here into Latin American spirits, uh, not American in general. 
Uh, not only that, I changed the menu as well. We decided to come back from pandemic to still be Roll Boys, but a little bit smaller. And then we infuse it with uh, our chefs. Uh, she's a Mexican lady, so we decided to bring her food, which it was, which is which is our uh, authentic street style Mexican tacos, like straight street what? food, but. Yeah, yeah, that's what we have. It's called Rita's Tacos. Yeah, because the last time we were there, what? we just had yeah. like, we just had yeah, like wings. We had tacos. It's, it's, Marcus, you yeah. had tacos there. Do we have tacos? We street tacos. tacos. Yeah, we, yeah, we are street tacos. This is no yeah, American. Lamb this taco, is no... you kept saying how good it was. <laughs> yeah, this is not no, no guacamoles. No uh, guacamoles, yeah, no sour creams, no no pico de gallo, no, no letters, cheese, none of that. None. It's strictly how her... She's a 45-year-old lady. She was a sous chef when our main chef started Road Boys and pandemic, our chef said, fuck, I'm out. So our ownership was like, hey, man, you've been doing all this. You think you can, she said, I mean, yeah, obviously, because, you know, she want to work. Right. But That's pandemic, yeah, exactly. But pandemic hit us, so she was out of job, which uh, I'll, I'll, I'll come back to that and how we survived pandemic, how, can, how I helped the staff. But she was surviving selling her tacos out of her house. So when we decided to come back, we had to eliminate a lot of a budget from here, which it was oysters, uh, some other stuff, some other stuff, brunch, this, that. So we opened it, which is our best sellers uh, when it comes to, because we got very popular with chicken sandwiches, being fried mm -hmm. chicken in general. We have different styles, this, that. We're known for Nashville chicken, which is spicy chicken, but Nashville style. Uh, we know for chicken platters, this and that, and of course the cocktail program, right? So we came back with like minimum things, and then we just as we were going a little forward, we just said, "Yo, man, we gotta add things. We're not gonna add the oysters. We're not gonna. We gotta think of something." And so the GM that was still here then at that point, me and him, uh, we sat down and said, "Yo, man, like, I'm gonna be honest." He said, uh, "Yo, let's sell tacos." And I said, "Oh shit, you know what? That's not a bad idea." But he said. Yeah, man, let's do uh, Taco Bell style, but a little bit more luxury. And I said, no, fuck no. Why the fuck will we do that? If we're going to sell tacos, we got to sell legit shit. And that's when, uh, yeah, and that's when we said, wait, doesn't it Margarita? Margarita is the name of our chef now. She was chef yeah. back then. I was like, isn't it Margarita was selling tacos and shit? So we had like, Mar Margarita used to sell tacos. She was like, yeah, you want to put an order? And me and look at him. I said, yeah, man, what do you got? He just said, oh, we got El Pastor. We got this, that, this. Yeah, man, let me get four of our stories. Like, when can you deliver? She was like, I'll bring them tomorrow. I'll cook them home. She brought them the next day, fresh, hot. And me and uh, Melvin was the manager at that point. Me and Melvin grabbed the tacos, and we said, oh, holy shit. I said, this is it. Uh, so we talked to Scott and John, which are, are the owners here. Uh, and they talked to the partnership, uh, investors, however you want to call it. And uh, boom, Marguerite, uh, Rita's taco was born. And we... How late can we only... get these tacos? Uh, our kitchen, our kitchen hours every day, every day. We we don't open Monday. Every day we open every day, weekday from four uh, to eleven, um, and then we open on the weekends from uh, from from four to one a.m. So yeah. kitchen open is still yeah yeah yeah. Uh, these and are, I got happy these are hour. important questions. The, yeah, happy hour every I day. A, I have a soft spot for authentic street tacos. Yes. I, mean, I, I and, went to Mexico. Uh, to, I went to Mexico to learn how to make these motherfuckers. Yes. I. What yes. I'm telling you is so like whatever shit, meat you order on the fucking tortilla, tortilla uh, yes, and then you get two sauces, one green, so one good. red, which is one spicy, one nut, and then they say onions and cilantro is the only thing you see in your taco. Love it. Love 
Of course, to still keep the image of Roll Boys, we did uh, our authentic street style tacos, and then we did a little bit of Roll Boys taco involved. Uh, we have one called the Nashville Taco Chicken Taco, which is which is our Nashville chicken chopped up with our Nashville sauce and a little bit of mac and cheese bites. And then I, I have um, I have a, a respectful and 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 love for the vegan vegetarian folks. So we have a vegetarian taco, which is cauliflower. Cook like it was meat, but it's not meat, and then a little sauce on top that we have home, and then we have the shrimp, and then mahi mahi fish, which because we have a mahi mahi fish sandwich is very popular, so we had, we did a mahi mahi fish sandwich, uh, fish taco as well. So yeah, man, we Ooh. we blew up, we blew up, and uh, ever since is there, which is funny because a lot got, a lot a lot is coming in the next year too when it comes to readers and bro boys, but not even to next year. Um, but yeah, man, so that's it. I changed the menu, and that's why I decided to change it to Latin American. Uh, and then that's what things happen. I brought a lot of things that uh, no, not many bars. Got some lengua uh -huh. on the menu. Any lengua? lengua? So we didn't bring lengua because it's a funny meat. I love lengua. And uh, um, so see people, oh, my God, lamb tacos, fucking dope. Al pastor, which is a style of pork. Carnitas, a different style of pork. Chicken, carne asada. They're all dope. Everybody knows. But when you say lengua and then you that Americans, they will love the other tacos, but the lengua they're like, wait, is that caldo? Oh. So we didn't want to like expose it yet like that. Wait, so wait, wait, stop. What's lengua though? Caldo. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why we say, you know what? Even though Margarita's caldo is fucking dope, we say, let's just pull that off because, you know, folks are a little bit, they will love the tacos. But I don't know so about the that was, uh, I was I was there at Roy Boys with Carl Parker. We went to celebrate the end of my birthday month. And yeah, I was here sitting next to you. Were there. Yeah. Would you <laughs> do them as a special? Yes. What do you mean? The, the, the lengua? The, yeah. the lengua? You should have so that, like we, a super special menu. So I could do that, but right now I'm I'm already I'm already finishing out a couple of different specials that we're gonna add for the for the winter so we're probably going to hold on into the summer but because we've got a couple of items that we're about to add being the winter uh <laughs> and it's uh you know we were we were i'm actually glad it's a funny story we were the first ones to bring uh berea tacos in the area here i don't know if you're familiar with berea tacos but they became Explain very very popular Explain it to uh berea, berea taco is a style of meat it's shredded beef uh but this is uh they cook a certain way it's cooked certain way and then the juice of that meat becomes this bra, we call it consomme, that you get on the side. It's the only taco that we did the tortillas on that consomme, yeah. put it on the flat iron, put that meat the, 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 the consomme comes, uh, come, uh, comes with, put a little bit of cheese, onion, cilantro, and then it's folded, melted, and then you grab that taco when they when it's served. We give you that consomme on the side in a little nice little cup, and you dip it on that juice soup. Consomme is what it's called. But... And then you eat it, and I mean, when I'm telling you, the internet was go, the internet, the internet was blowing hot for berea tacos. Mm. So um, don't I'm, go, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna call names here, but I know that as soon as berea uh, Rita taco was up there, we put a sign out there for Rita's taco, berea tacos, photo shoot, all the influences start coming up here. Uh, I, I'm up beyond. I'm not gonna call names, but I have six business owners. And managers came here from places around my way to eat our burrito tacos. And within the next two to three weeks, their social Menus. media started advertising. Oh man, we got burrito tacos! And I was like, "Only shit!" 
and you I was laughing. The original motherfucker. All right. Anyway, okay, I said that, but I was like, I, you know, me and Scott, which is the owner. Of yeah, me fuck and, those people. We start talking, <laughs> and he was laughing. He said, "Lou, you crazy, yo." I was like, I'm, "Lou, you I'm are crazy you right now." It's wild. See but I laughed, and I was like, "Hey, it is what it is. We're in the business, you know." But I just laughed because I saw it. It's different when you're like, you know, but when you see it, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, what's up, man?" Like. Yeah, man, and y'all come to try, you know, oh, yeah, tacos, man, boom, boom. And then you see a different owner and a different day. You're like, oh, what's up, man? Yeah, oh, man. I'm like, what is happening here? And then it Restaurant was, it took, me a, it took me a minute, and I was like, oh, they come in to try. And then shady. They, uh, they did it. Yeah, man. Uh, right, but, yeah, that's how Rita Sacco started. We're going to do a call action, Lou. We're going to do a call action right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you, boo. Oh, I was hoping for a a smoother segue, but I'll take what I can get at this point. Um, For those of you who have been watching, we appreciate you for anyone just tuning in and is wondering what the fuck is going on here. Welcome to the District of Misfits show, and we would like for you to take this time to like and share and smash and subscribe uh, on all your favorite podcast streaming platforms on Facebook and Instagram. We are the District of Misfits show. On Twitter, you can find us at DC Misfits. You can go to our YouTube channel and subscribe there and check out this episode and other previous episodes produced by District Dog Face Studios. Uh, And you can find us on Twitch at District of Misfits, all one word. And you go to crushingdc.com. Buy some shit. You'll love our shop. We got a lot of fun stuff. Um, Very excited. I'm actually... I've been reluctant to order because I'm not sure it's going to get here before Christmas. But then I realized the longer I wait, I'm fucking myself. I, I'm <laughs> I like I have um, my my cart has been full for like five days. Yeah, my yeah, I've so had, I have a full cart as well. I'm Just probably going to do some hardcore binge shopping after we get off the air. And <laughs> I love that. Keep my uh-huh. fingers crossed. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, and then if you're interested in being a guest on this show or creating a podcast of your own, reach out to us at District Dog Face Studio at gmail.com all right all right let's uh i'm gonna slow it down a little bit i want to play a couple tiktoks right we're halfway <laughs> yeah let's, let's, go. Go. Uh, let's see marcus cry i didn't post, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't share my tiktok on uh, the form that i had to fill that but i opened a tiktok in pandemic crouton is in there a bunch of other bartenders stuff is in there <laughs> But I'm just not good with the social media, so I just left it there. I don't know. It's oh, just there. I don't I remember the last time I posted. I can help it. you out with that. Just email I'll be dope, man. I don't know. Email you know what? Studio, Lou. I was so I into it you. because I didn't have nothing else to do at home. I bought a, I bought a ring light. I bought this and that. And like, hey, man. I was like, well, I'm going to do it. And then and then I got a call by the owners. Like, hey, man, Lou, we opening up. You in? I said, oh, hell yeah. Let's go. And I just left All that right. shit there. I, just, I never used it anything. <laughs> Right, so you, you want to see what made Marcus cry already this week? Okay, I'll play. I'll, sure, start, with, I'll start with that one. Yeah. Oh, maybe I should push play. Probably. <laughs> maybe. I don't know what's going. Oh, on. Oh well, that was not play at all. Well, that one doesn't want to play for you guys, so you're not getting seen. So we're not crying. Yet. You're not we're meant not to cry. Yet. You're not meant to cry this early in the show, Marcus. You gotta. Right. You gotta get a couple. <laughs> more, you gotta get a couple more ponies in you. Here's, here's some pony. Here's some pony energy. I don't know. I I told you to Google the fire station. Why didn't you Google? Oh, you up already? Yeah. Sorry, I beat the fuck out of you for talking back to me, right? Oh my 
What? <laughs> so I'll play that what one again it? so you get the concept uh, of oh, what happened. No, I got it, dude. I, I was okay. raised by a black woman. I totally understand. <laughs> I, I, I completely understand what just transpired. I just, to see it unfold like that, it just took me by surprise. Yeah. So, you know, living in Washington, D.C., we deal with a lot of down by the river people. Yeah. Down by the river. And the anniversary of those people is coming up next month, so this is their energy. 35 years old, I am divorced, and I live in a van down by the river. <laughs> he's divorced. Hey, at least he's divorced, goddammit. Imagine him still living with the van. I want that as my ringtone. <laughs> oh my, be, people are, are going to look at you and be like, yo, what the fuck's going on? Alright, so usually I do something dark, humorish. So. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Speaking of pedophiles. Wow. Say what you will about pedophiles, but at least they drive through school zones slower. Hi, I'm Kevin Spacey. Welcome to my TED Talk. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just like the mask. Wow. What? Wow. Wow. Uh, say what you want to say, but at least they drive slow through the school. I mean, yeah. It's, like, it's, fu- it's, it's equal, well, it's day. twisted and timely. Yeah, like, why wouldn't they? Of course. That was special there. <laughs> yeah, that was special. So let's, let's, this is a cool little product that Boo shared with me. Uh, prosthetics. This is really neat looking. Prosthetics? Prosthetics. I can't talk. I'm missing half a lip. Uh, <laughs> but this is kind of cool to see that they're doing this for people with no limbs. I bring style to the prosthetic by having an alternative style wow. that focuses on what's there rather than what's missing. I set up the alternative limb project. We mix technology, medicine, art, and there's a human being with a story at the center of this. Wow. Cool. Yeah. That is actually dope if they actually doing that. Well, I mean, you know, eventually they'll militarize it, and next thing you know, there'll be motherfuckers with <laughs> bionic arms. That is true. Next you know, like, they're going to be like, oh, we developed a new weapon. It's like all move. things, it starts off as something innocent and, you know, benevolent, you know. Well, well, I have a TikTok on the medical industry and how they make money, too. Do you have any TikToks with, like, you, I don't know, extraterrestrial situations or UFOs kind of thing? That's a very good subject to talk about. <laughs> I mean, I mean, at least I for mean, me, it is. I don't know. I pay attention to a lot of the, that world, but yeah. I mean, they'll be they'll like be it. here. They'll be here soon. Don't worry. Oh no, they've I been mean, here, and up. they're like, no, no. What like, I mean, they'll be here. Like they're gonna be like, okay, I'm not. They're not gonna be covered. They're like gonna be out here. Like just we're like a chicken in the oven that's not yeah. quite done yet. Let me <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like if they fuck Wait with us now. Oh, it's if ready. They, oh, it's right there. There you go. If they fuck yeah. with us now, it'll make them sick. They just gotta wait till we. They just gotta wait. Yeah. yeah. So, bro, wait. Do you work for, for aliens? Bro, who do you work for again? Oh, I work for an aerospace company. Oh, well, so if anybody would know friend. about aliens, wouldn't it be your company? Probably not. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, you just don't want to say anything. It's yeah. okay. I got it. Well, I That's it exactly be... what a dude from an aerospace company would say. Bro. <laughs> would say. Oh, no. Not my company. We're on to you, me. pal. He, but to be fair, it took him five years to tell me what he actually did at this company. So, <laughs> I, had, I had to get him really drunk just to get him to tell me that. 
So. Oh, yeah? Did you record it by any chance? <laughs> Funny enough, just, I did, but I lost case. that phone. Damn it. <laughs> we, Damn. We, went to a, we went to a Tool concert uh, via his company. And <laughs> up, up in the spoof, and I had to put my little headphones on because I had brain injury at the time. And I recorded the whole Tool concert, Tool concert, and lost that because I lost my phone. Really? Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. you can't arrest me because I don't have it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, me, man. man. But yeah, no, I'm just waiting for them to come down and be like, yo, man, I'm your friend. Or, hey, man, we're about to go fight. And I'm like, hey, man. Yeah, I'm but I wanted, to, I, I wanted to see you in person. Now, fuck it. Whatever it is. What if they come okay. down and they're like, I'm just an island boy. Hey, man. <laughs> never, I'm going to ask them, like, are you from Oak County, though? Or like, what's going on? No, that fucking shit right there. I don't know. But people oh, confuse funny. it because they were not making fun of Mo, uh, Montgomery County. So no. they get a, they get well, they get questions asked because I've seen that before. There there were some people that said, hey, man, I'm from Mexico. Am I an island boy? And so they do the little singing and says, yeah, Mexico and blah, blah, blah. Taquito, oh, so they, ta- they tailor it to whomever. So someone said, hey, man, I'm from Montgomery County. This is why I said, yo, they're in their, they are in their shit because the person said, hey, man, I'm from Montgomery County. Am I an island boy? Now, this is what they did, because when they reply, they say Maryland. But they don't, I guarantee you, they don't know what the fuck Montgomery County in Maryland is. They went to Google what where the fucking Montgomery County is. And then they were like, oh, the state of Maryland, no problem. <laughs> because trust me, they do not know Montgomery County was in Maryland. For them to, like, reply with a song and says Maryland, Montgomery County, Mo- yeah, no, they don't. They didn't. They figure it out before they even go live and reply to that comment. I'm, I'm, ju- I'm just impressed that they can work a Google machine. Like I'm impressed. That, <laughs> I'm, impre- I'm impressed. I'm that, impressed that they can even speak English at all. I'm impressed that there are uh, privileged Latino uh, club Cubans by the mom marry a rich guy and they got so much Mostly, money. They went Cuban? to yeah, they are 100 Cuban. Well, they're oh, American. Shit. They're they're from Miami, but their mom, his mom, their mom is Cuban. Rich as hell, uh, went to juvenile, came out of juvenile, and decided to be. They are personally about to be almost a million dollars worth in their network, and I'm just because like, their- what? Because of the dumbass videos and little song that he did about uh-huh. Island. Yes, and I'm just like looking in the mirror. I'm like, uh, should I change my hairstyle? Like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, why are they about to be a million dollar network worth? And I'm just working my ass off here. Like, what's happening right now? It's crazy, but yes, yes, they are insane. But yeah, that's exactly how much they about to be worth. That's I pay attention to a lot of this dumb shit and on, on social media. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm not even, I'm not even good at, at Instagram, but I'm on TikTok. Like, oh shit, look at that guy. I was just thinking somewhere there's a kid with like Island Boy poster in his room. That's crazy, and he's just I mean, chomping at the bit to get his face tattooed and oh my god, do his he's hair up and kidding. shit. And yeah, like, man. A wee for it's the probably world. true, man. I mean, you know, it's, he, he, he could, have bright, could have had a bright future as a chemical engineer. Maybe well, it's just like us gr- revolutionary change the world, but instead he's going to be an island boy. <laughs> well, it's just like us. Gr- it's just the internet is crazy. It's just it's just like us growing up. It was everything baggy and everything baggy jeans, baggy shirts, this and that, and boom, it comes to one time. Little Wayne came out with skinny jeans. The whole world became wearing a skinny jeans. And then some people start wearing fit jeans, not necessarily skinny, but they see the style because he went on the stage with the halfway belt going on, little boxers showing, but like very fitted skinny jeans. Everybody, I'm going to be honest, I'm not a hypocrite. I started wearing some of them jeans too. I was like, oh, this look good, yeah. 
but it's because we watch shit like that, and you're like, oh man, I want to. Let me go see if I can find that. Like, it's I, crazy. I wasn't sitting my fat ass in any skinny jeans. I'll tell you that. I mean, not right now. I don't wear it either. But like, but this, I'm talking. We're talking about like early 2000s. And I've shit, never, like, I've uh, never worn skinny what? anything. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Val was like, are they twins? <laughs> they are. They are identical twins. Yes. Are they? Yes. They are twins. They're from Florida. My Cuban mom, their dad left them when they were like four. Met, I see met why. Them, met some rich guy, and that's exactly how the money came out. Except that they were reckless. They ended up in juvie for a year. Came out of juvie and like all this shit going on. And yeah. then they made that fucking video now. Like, and then they made that dumbass video and said that they're like making big money when they were like in mama's house. But then now they're making big money, of course. But yeah, Man. it's crazy. That, 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 that Dateline story is going to be amazing when it all plays out. Like I said, <laughs> this, I look at this guy's video and the network, and I'm just like, yo, I'm working my ass off. Like, the fucking... and, for what? Like, you could just make I'm a waiting, island boy I'm, video. With your I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, yo, I'm waiting for my salary check to come next week. And as these guys are like getting like thousands of dollars daily. Like, what the fuck? What's weird, though, is how. Like, how are they like... Are they? Did they actually record? Like, are they? Are they selling streams of Island Boy? Well, like, you know that that you know if you Google the whole, it's, it's just like YouTube. If you do YouTube videos, uh, they, you get paid about you know a certain amount of likes. So you uh, the 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 this whole creator sound, this whole like content creator job is a serious thing. You get you do that and you go over a million. I mean, look at his fucking page. It's like <laughs> two million this that likes. It's like you they're getting mad money for that. Go ahead, Marcus. We're actually pretty totally close. <laughs> We're I actually feel like I'm close. the old man in the room being like, Well, how do they make money just yeah. on the interwebs? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Another thing I can help you out with Lou. We are very close to crossing the first uh line. No connect. Are we? After all We're this time. Not that I mean wow. We're not Holy shit, what time is it? It's time for you to let me talk. Yeah, so youtube.com. Go to the District of Misfits show. Right. Like us, share, like, and help subscribe. us get across that line. I mean, Lou, I get paid by Instagram. So, I mean, that's nice. The same thing. That's I what just, I'm saying. Instagram, YouTube, yet. TikTok, just, all these people. Gotta, yeah. Gotta, they send me offers. Like, if you do this, you can make up to this and blah, blah, blah. So, it's like, I think the last, first time I did it, I, a couple hundred dollars I, they sent me. So, well, that's nice. Yeah. yeah, I get, I guess I mean, I get some messages like that, but then this one I know is it's a lie because they're like, "Oh hi, like, well, we just uh, wanted to go check the message." This they put the name well, on no, there. It doesn't, it doesn't come in your, it doesn't come in your message. It's actually part. I know of the that's when you pull the app that's up. It. It's okay. That's like yeah. exactly how I know it's a lie because they're like, "Oh, oh man, yeah. we're like, we're looking for collaboration." We see yeah. your profile. You could be a great model for this brand, and I was like, "Ah, oh, that's a lie." I am not. Yeah, I got a lot of nope. those in the beginning. No. And then they have let like me, two. Let me they have two followers. Yeah, they have two followers. Yeah, and I'm so like, let, let me delete that, your, man. We'll give you a thousand followers, and then they have like two. And it's like, <laughs> I I yeah, it's like, what? Why promotion. do you have two? <laughs> like, how you gonna that's sell wild. me? So, how are you gonna sell me a BMW driving a Pinto? I know. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah, that's crazy. Right. But yeah, man. So you were talking about UFOs, and you know a lot of people think they see UFOs and shit. So who said yeah. about drones? And the more I watch it, I'm like, holy shit! I guarantee people have seen things like this and think. Right again, is- again, this is some shit that like starts off nice and innocent, but eventually we will be turned against us. 
That's yeah. the right. thing exactly. going with this. Exactly. It's like, Fair enough. This is going to get wait. It's going to get weird, but it's pretty weird. cool. Oh, and they're like in that snow area somewhere. So this is probably true. Wow. Oh. Oh. That looks cool. Oh, that is cool. Yeah, that's uh. I was like, wow, okay. Yeah, that and the robot dogs. <laughs> if the drones don't get you, it's the robot. Dogs. I'm telling you. Do you guys ever watch Dark Mirror? No, I knew Black Mirror. You mean? Oh, uh, Black Mirror. Black yeah, Mirror. Yeah. yeah. So there's an episode about um, fucking little beads that are uh, mechanical or like drones, essentially, and they like kill like. Masses amount of people and shit and like that's what the drone video when I saw that's the first thing that popped in my head like oh fuck like we're all gonna yeah. die yeah they'll either well, gonna we're gonna them, die. they're either gonna make a bigger version of that thing or a smaller version of that thing and either way <laughs> they will weaponize it and, and they're gonna put it nice. in the vaccine and kill us and chances are Rowan will be signing off the paperwork. No, I'm kidding. Sorry. Sorry. All right. I love that shit, but I I love that shit, but it genuinely, like, it also, I have a a healthy respect for it because it's easy to see how that shit can get tweaked. It can get tweaked, yeah. So. All right. So, what are you doing right now this, this very week? That we brought you on for. Yes. Wait, what do you Lou. mean? Lou. What, are, what are you in the you process of doing this week? <laughs> oh, this week. Um, so, uh, just working role boys. I got a couple of events that I got. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard of um, Noah. He's the chef at Commodore. He had a great, uh, terrible right, accident. Right. Uh, so this week, the twenty third, I'm working on an event and uh, teaming up with some folks. Uh, Avalon for Katong Screen donated a case to me of uh, the Katong Screen Rye Whiskey, 80 proof. I'm going to make some cocktails to sell on the 23rd and 24th. I'm teaming up with a uh, Cassandra from uh, Panamanian Tamales. Uh, I'm bringing guest, bartender, uh, guest bartenders, and we're all going to work the 23rd and 24th all day, all night, uh, to earn all the tips that we can earn and be donated to uh, uh, Noah's GoFoundMe to help him out. Uh, with know. a lot of recovery, yeah. So we do another That's twenty third, twenty four. Yeah. Wait, where are and you? Then, doing, are, is it only at one location or multiple locations? No, just row boys. We're gonna do the row at boys. Row Actually, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Frank is gonna be one of them with me. Uh, Kyrie, uh, we develop a great friendship with Noah here, uh, especially me. After you know, Kyrie uh, left us for a better opportunity. Frank rolled out a long time ago, uh, but me and uh, Noah got very close. I did a Hispanic uh, Hispanic heritage event with him. 
here at Road Boys, along with other folks from uh, the DMV, uh, the DC, Maryland, I think as well. Uh, what, um, when it comes to, was, sorry, what was the uh, the food you said tamales? Yeah, so Cassandra is uh, the caller. They call her tamalera, um, which is it's a word for someone that sells tamales. It said that she's a female. She's uh, getting her name out there pretty good. Uh, she's from Panama. Tamales are not just Mexican, of course. Uh, it's uh, it's a Latin American thing. Uh, Panamanians are like us Venezuelans. Uh, uh, they also got their own culture doing things. So she sells uh, tamales. She goes from places to places, uh, restaurants to restaurants sometimes. I'm gonna be honest. Her hustle is dope. I respect her hustle. She puts a nice little book bag with a with a heater thing, and oh. puts shed tons of tamales and go and go to a happy hour that a manager allowed her to go to and sell her shit right on the bar there for no so problem. So I ask for selfish reasons because I was wondering if those two nights when you're doing that, will one uh-huh. be able to get tacos and tamales? yeah 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 no my food menu is gonna be so she's gonna bring her own tamales we go uh, I'm, I'm preparing a nice little station for her to sell her shit out of her bar out of my bar but my food menu will be available any day of course you get everything like the whole purpose of us Excellent. working yeah the, the purpose to work the 23rd and 24 for You're gonna have a meeting, for, guys <laughs> uh it's for us to sell for us to sell and for us to have a regular business day except that Every tip we own at the end of the night, it will be donated strictly to Noah's uh, uh, GoFundMe. That's both days, the 23rd You said the 23rd and 24th? Yes, so uh, 23rd and Christmas Eve, 24th. Both nights are we're going to have uh, that those right. two things. I'm actually going to – that's why I was here late, too, to, like, finish up some flyers and stuff so, to post it on Instagram. Uh, besides that, I'm uh, like I said, I opened up an Eastern European bar with uh, Tati, the owner of Spacey Cloud, and Alice Morgan. Uh, we open up, uh, and uh, yeah, that is also Kendrick. He's uh, her GM there. Um, we uh, teaming up. She saw that we did great for the uh, Bolivian pop up, the South American pop up. Uh, she did. Obviously, she's like, "Hey, man, like I'm I'm Eastern European, and I wanna I wanna bring Eastern European culture uh, with cocktails." And also, and she said, "I'm gonna do my part to bring more things to you know to transform downstairs into a a cool cocktail lounge." So we did that. Uh, I said the building is old, so we didn't know that we were going to uh, deal with less last-minute uh, problems. So we're going to use this week to fix all those things in order to continue our pop-up. But our first weekend was amazing, man. We did great. Uh, Washington City Paper did a nice little write-up on us. So we already have a lot of other media saying, like, hey, man, we want to come and talk to you guys. So, But we want to fix this little problem so that way we don't have to run into any other thing. I'm um, having a meeting with everybody there tomorrow. Uh, but that is a regular bar. It's not a pop-up. It's a... Eastern European, so I did a lot of work when it comes to like learning their culture, what they like to drink, what they like to eat, and I created six cocktails. Uh, not only that, uh, I brought a lot of uh, Eastern European spirits from uh, different type of vodkas. Uh, not necessarily they call it vodka, but they're vodka for us Americans here. Uh, but they call it themselves. They take very pride on what they, their national spirit is. Uh, so right now we're doing Ukraine. Uh, we're doing Belarus, we're doing Lithuania, we're doing Russia, oh, we're nice. doing uh, the Republic of Georgia. And I have cocktails representing all of them by with their own national spirit. And of course, instead of us regular uh, carrying regular rail stuff, uh, I carry regular uh, Czechoslovakian whiskeys. I carry uh, another European rail vodka. Uh, I carry uh, I brandies and different spirits from like, you know, like if you go to a bar, you know, they have a, a vodka gin, so I got a Eastern European gin as well. So to keep the Eastern European uh, at all, at all, at all purpose. And now, and I'm also working with her. She's a she represented a vegan menu upstairs. 
So I'm also making um, a vegan uh, menu for downstairs, different from up there. So we are different from upstairs. She has her own world up there. I have my own world on Roll Boys. We team up to create this. Um, so we're going to, downstairs is going to be exclusive. It is exclusive, a cocktail lounge with like four nice appetizers, a small thing, nothing, nothing, dinner menu, or anything like that. But it's basically just cocktails and stuff and environment, music, you know. Uh, but yeah, so we're doing good. We're great, great turnaround for the first grand opening. But we got a lot to work. We got a lot of work to do and, and, and fix some issues there. And um, so that starts tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, so, Lou, just to back up a little bit, you also did something over the summer. You did a pop up, like a balloon. Yes. Um, as um, I say, as I. What was I it called? I, it was Casa. Ca- Casa Cantuta, which is a uh, house, Cantuta's house. Cantuta is the national flower for Bolivia. Um, and uh, Casa is home, so uh, that's why it's like the house of Cantuta. Um, yeah, there you go, it's our, uh, the Bolivian flag. I'm half Bolivian. Uh, I grew up with half of the Bolivian culture and half of the Bolivian uh, Venezuelan culture, being my mom Venezuelan, my dad Bolivian. Um, so uh, uh, Juan and Carla approached me because, uh, as I was saying, I changed the, everything here in Robois when we brought Margarita's Tacos. We couldn't, So we decided to uh, turn it into uh, a... American and uh, Latin American infused by having Mexican tacos, by having Latin American uh, cocktails, Latin American spirits, which I got a nice little recognition by Washington Magazine and Latin Spirits uh, of the month of November uh, as one of the, uh, as I, like they call it, I'm very humble. Uh, they call me, uh, I have developed being one of the, uh, one of the best uh, Latin American uh, mixologists by bringing Latin American spirits in, uh, into DC. So I love that. It's nice. I appreciate that for by them by saying it the way they did. Um, but yes, I have every every cocktail I have in my menu right now is with a Latin American spirit from Brazil, Bolivia, uh, Venezuela. I have Mexico. I have Peru, uh, and of course using uh, American maybe American uh, um, other American ingredients, but mainly with a little bit of the passion of South America. Uh, so I have I have cachaca from Brazil, Rujero from Bolivia, pisco from Peru, uh, uruapan, which is uh, an amazing uh, uh, Mexican rum, since everybody knows tequila and mezcal. But this time I brought rum. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just decided to do that, and that's how everything just they got, they approached me. They are true Bolivian kids, uh, just like me, Americans, but with a Bolivian background. Uh, funny because they started, they became my my regulars here on on Sundays at Row Boys into like about a month and after that month they say hey man i know that we never say any of this but this is what we've been doing and boom they throw it at me and i was like holy shit uh and i was up for the challenge because i love rojero i already had a rojero cocktail in the menu so that's why the attention with uh rojero singani being uh, the, uh, the bolivian national spirit um and boom we got together uh we used tati's basement which i turned that european bar now we turned it into a bolivian cocktail bar then uh, I studied my culture, which I had to dig in a little bit more than what I already knew, and created cocktails representing Bolivia by using Bolivian spirits. So was this, this that pop-up was when you also had the, um, what's her name, the Salteña? Um... Yes, we came out. It's, that's exactly how we got together. Uh, Maria from Saya Salteñas, I was already, I became friends with her. I was already buying her Salteñas every other day, to be honest with you, because it's so... close to Roboys. Boo, that was the so we used to we were doing last year we did uh, like several um events local vendor events at uh-huh. three stars remember the Celtania yeah. that we had that was she her. was Boo. she was her yeah that was she was there yeah 
Yeah. So we, uh, I love you're, you're muted or something, boo. Can't hear you. Yes, I am muted. No, that was great. Yeah, I do remember those. Those are delicious. Um, and I just they like, are delicious. They're very so good. good. So um, we got together with her. I started buying her food. We became friends. And uh, like I said, growing up, traveling to Bolivia, uh, and I knew that her saltines was just like back home. Um, and, you know, just, she won my heart. We became friends. She's the one that told me, uh, Carla, hey, go check this guy. He works in Robo's. He does cocktails. He could be the guy you're looking for. And that's how me and Carla and Carla's brother Juan got together. Uh, and then we did this pop-up. And like very successful and right now is on the works to become a permanent bar cocktail bar maybe uh, early oh, yeah? spring yeah okay. yeah yeah maybe maybe early spring next year this year coming up uh somehow early spring it should be we should be ready to go yeah oh nice where do they have like a location already um so there's two locations we're working on uh one is very promising looks like we might end up being in the northwest neighborhood uh right around 15th street uh we i think we are trying to take part of that uh, the old district distillery building. Um, so we might, we working on, that, that looks like it's, it's getting the, the attention that we might end up getting that, but uh, there's construction going on there, liquor license as well, which liquor license won't take that long, uh, but the construction is what is going on right now. So yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, that's why that's busy, busy man just working. Yeah, man, busy man. Yeah, busy. like I said, that goes back to like time. I was like, time, what is time? We can do this if you want to do it. You know, time is, it's unlimited. So I'm just here, you know, keeping myself busy, staying out of trouble. <laughs> now you were talking about your football team getting beat today. Did you know? Hold on, let me do this right. Hold uh -huh. on. Hold on. Can I get it right? At crushingdc.com, you can get this. Oh, that's dope. That's a nice we tea. We have some burgundy and gold items. We have hats. We have shirts. Oh, man. HTTR. I mean, uh, yeah. HTT. Uh, WFT. Yeah, I got it. WFT. WFT. <laughs> <laughs> it should be WFT. Oh, no, you know, I'm, 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 I'm pushing a... for that. The yes, Washington the Washington football. team oh, football. Washington team <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying. Know, I've, I've been just, trying so hard that I could. Dude, I uh, the best thing that Snyder could do football. is to just lean into it. I call them. I call them team football, and then I realized that I was like saying it wrong. Like, yeah, I, no, last I week I like, went into like the Seven Eleven, and like there were a bunch of guys who were like. Oh, look, man. It's like, go team football. And they're like, yeah. It's hard for me. I said that wrong. It is very hard for me because. Uh, I'm a DC fan till I die, so all DC sports. So it's for me to growing up as a baby here in Virginia, uh, you know, singing, you singing the song, fight for all DC, you know what I mean? Hell to the Redskins. Right? For me to like deal with this whole like changing because this, because of that, I'm like, oh man, really? Like, I don't know. For me, respectively, I'm like, hey man, it's my Washington Redskins till I die. Sorry, man. Like, it is what it is, but yeah. You know, um, I, don't I have know. a hard time. It's just, I, 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 I have a very I hard time. I still call yeah. them the skins. Same, same. And like I said, I get it. I understand. I know where we are right now. But hey, man, like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm brown. Let them tell, call it something else. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, like, I grew up with this kid. I'm fucking, I'm fucking, I'm a fucking Indian. I look like them. God damn it. <laughs> like, I'm not about to, like, change because somebody said, oh, man, that's wrong. I said, shit, the whole world is wrong. So what? Change the world, too. Fuck. 
Um, I don't know. Go ahead, Lou. But yeah. HTTR. <laughs> <laughs> Five for all DC, you know? Oh my God. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, uh, great game. Uh, very great game towards the end. Bad game at the beginning. We got fucking murder. But we shot some light, man. We we, we were down by a touchdown. And uh, hey, man, it, it is where it is. We just got to win the next four. And uh, hopefully we can make a playoff run and see what happens. Uh, you know, make, always making the postseason makes you feel good. Like, hey, man, we did. We almost there. We almost there. But we'll see what happens. <laughs> A lot of things happened this year. So, and then we got a lot. We lost three players today. We lost four of them a month ago. Like we, we, we banged up, and we still won four straight before before today. So not bad. Which is you know? crazy. When was the last time that we won four straight? Uh, you know, I'm like gonna figure 90s? that out. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, I'm gonna figure 91. that out. Hold on. Big yes. but, but yeah, so you know, it is what it is. We're doing all right, I think, for what I I can see. But yeah, man. We'll see what happens. We got a, we got, we got good, we got a, we got a tough, tough games coming up, and we got to play Dallas again on Sunday night football. Not next Sunday, yeah. but the following. That's gonna be tough. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, our our young quarterback can go back and get back on the field. Uh, he he's he won four straight for us, so I think that he we got to give him a chance to play either lose it all, or win it. You know what I mean? One yeah, but two. didn't Heineke like get hurt today? Like, wasn't he like That's looking what, at his ankle? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. We just hopefully he gets he gets all right this uh this week and get back on the field. That's why I say like if we're gonna lose it all, then let them lo- let him lose it all. If we're gonna win it, then let him win it because mm-hmm. and if he's out out, then we fuck because I don't know. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's always it's always fun to to win to win in Dallas. Win yeah, exactly. Yeah. We gotta do it inside, and it's gonna be a national television too. That's gonna be tough. That's gonna be. It's already tough here. This game, so going over there is going to be even worse. So we'll see what happens. But if they can do it, we can do it, right? That's what they say. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. Oh shit! I just thought. Look, I got a nice cookie. It's a special cookie. I just figured that out. Oh, it's a. Um, <laughs> I don't even know. It's a, I don't know. Is it maybe a good thing you just discovered it now and not two hours ago? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 it'd be a very, I, I very different show. I was like, oh shit! He'd be um, like, and then, and then. Yeah, man. So make sure you guys come on the 23rd or 24th. Come hang out, get some food, and, you know, every penny will be donated to, to my guy, Noah, man. Yeah. Yeah, so we, man. I actually, like, right right after he he was, when he got his accident, we actually talked about it. Here on the show. Marcus, are you going home for Christmas? Not sure. You're going back, have, you're going back to Delaware. I went home Della for Thanksgiving. Who? I'll be here. Right, that's why. I, that's why I asked because you were already there for Thanksgiving. And you were like, "I got to cook for forty people." <laughs> that's why I love the holidays. I'm the only child. I don't talk to no family. Like, <laughs> You're lucky, I'm like, yo, I don't have to worry about shit except Thanksgiving. Right. The Thanksgiving, I cook a lot for the uh, for the people that need this past Thanksgiving. Uh, we used to do that before, so I brought it back for the first year this year in Road Boys. But that's the only the holiday that I'm like, all right, where am I going to get invited or Who's gonna come eat? Cause I cook, you know what I mean. But yeah, right. other than that, any other holiday? Hell yeah, I don't have to buy shit. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool cause you buy me something. I don't gotta buy nothing. <laughs> so, so this is what Val and Baltimore and people from Baltimore they try to be festive during the holidays, and this is uh some of their, this is some of the reefs. Oh. Oh. <laughs> wow. 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 Okay. Well. 
Wow, that's very festive. Very festive, I tell you that. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. My goodness. And while we're on Baltimore still, you, you all know <laughs> fucking suck because there's potholes Speaking everywhere of... in Baltimore. Well, oh my god. <laughs> I had a girl from Baltimore here at the bar last night. And I was, she used to live here and I said, Oh my god, Anna, long time no see. I said, why the fuck did you move to Baltimore? She was like, Baltimore is fun. And I said, where do you live? With my parents. I said, oh, my God. All right, cool. You're a 30-year-old. What's going on right now? Okay, tough. well, great. You're having a good time. Yeah, Baltimore is Time is tough, fun. and D.C. is expensive. D.C. it is expensive. D.C. is yeah, expensive. Like, dude, like, um, he just like recently moved pandemic, to Hyattsville like... and not voluntarily. No, no, that's true. But I just feel like, but I feel for, as a Washingtonian and, and then as a, you know, as a DMV, which is not necessarily what I see the changes that we have have that we have experienced the past 10 years, I would say. But I, what I what I have to say is like, it's expensive because we, we're not paying for the place. We're paying for convenience. We're not paying because like, yo, man, $1,700, I can get two bedrooms with a balcony in Arlington. I was like, yeah, well, but you wait right, the fuck but out then there. you're in Arlington. You wait the fuck out there. Right <laughs> here, you pay for a nice little 575 square feet, and you got 2100 but you come out of that fucking building, and the whole world is next to you. So why the fuck do you need? Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like, yes, pay that money, motherfucker, because we're here, right? Like, you walk there, you're at work. You walk that direction, all the bars there. You know what? I'm going to Navy Yard. Boom. You walk in the train, four stops. Boom. I'm in Navy Yard. Like, oh, shit. I'm right here in three minutes. Like, that's worth $2,100, I think. I mean, at least on my mentality. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I'm not rich. I'm just, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, like, yo, I, I mean, got the you money. Can pay like, it, those yeah. are the words like, of a oh, single. Oh, he got the money. That's why he's those, talking Those like are the no, words been, of a man. Been, those are the words of a man who is childless and single. <laughs> Yes, and I, uh, I just became single. <laughs> I just became single, like I said, with, with Crouton's mom. Uh, but still, yeah. what I'm saying yeah, is, that's a, what I'm the, trying to say is, I'm not hating. I'm not we hating. We pay for convenience, man. Just, like, like that, that we that, pay that for light, convenience. That light, if, that glow about you, that radiated from you when you said those words. That's how, I, that's how I know that you're single and you don't have kids. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. That's what I said earlier. I was like, I'm, got, I'm the only child. I got no cousins, nobody to worry about. My mom passed away years ago. My dad is handicapped. I can hear a chorus like, of angels in the background. I buy they, the only the only gifts I'm buying this year is uh, for my staff. I build up a nice Christmas tree and got gifts. I'm gonna put gifts under it so they can come pick it up, and they're all gonna be like, "Oh my God, you bought us gifts!" I said, "Yeah." I ain't telling you where it is. You're supposed to open it. I was like, two dollars <laughs> tip in the box, wrapped up. Here's your <laughs> <tips>. <laughs> uh, thank you. It's been an amazing year. <laughs> there you go. Uh, two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> got you. I got you. We're fam. We in this together. <laughs> We in this together, you know. And then you sure you didn't have some cookies before? Nothing. I just opened it up right now. I haven't even taken a bite yet. I just figured out it was there. <laughs> but yeah, that's the only gift I'm buying. No, I am buying what's, something. What's this? Have, it's your tip I out have, from last night. <laughs> yes, that was it. I put it in the box. Happy holidays, bitch. <laughs> no, I actually, you know what? But on a serious note. I am buying them gifts. I I think I I mean everybody will say that about their staff. I have a very good staff, man. Uh, I turn I turn everybody here into something they never did before. Uh, my host became a bar bag. My bar bags became bartenders. My servers became bartenders. 
uh, yeah, the dishwasher is one of the main kitchen guys now and learn how to cook and make. Yeah. So I think, and I, and that was before pandemic, through pandemic, struggling in pandemic. I mean, motherfuckers was just in the host stand taking orders to go while I made and serve because that's what pandemic was. And that person now is bartending, running my bar. I got a right hand guy named 22 years old. And I'm like, yo, this is only, this is what I said. This is only if you guys want to learn. If not, then just to get the paycheck, you got a job. Don't worry. Man, they're all in, every single one of them. And I'm like, oh, shit, this is dope. And having um, them that then, young, you get to mold them. Bro, I think the oldest guy I have, he acts like he's 22, but he's probably 27, I think, if I'm not mistaken. And everybody else is 23, 24, and 18, bro. Right. Yeah, my food runner, was, he was being a food runner since, he's been with Growboy since day one. He was food running for both locations. Now he's my bartender. He's running the fucking floor like yo, and he was like, "Oh, but I never know how to do that." And I was like, "Me neither." Yeah, you but you, I never knew how to do that either. But I learned it. You gonna learn it too. Uh, but yeah, man, I love those kids. I love everybody here. Like yeah, the women behind behind the kitchen like running shit. Like I'm like yo, yes, all day every day. Yeah. So um, I say that if you guys are in town, and if I'm not working, we should <laughs> show up at. Uh, oh, I went to Molly's like a motherfucker. Well, yeah, if you want tamales, yep. come on the 23rd and 24th. You want tacos, come any day. Oh, uh, but I yeah, will come tamales, tomorrow, but yeah. you're not open. So. We might be there tomorrow. No, <laughs> yeah. Y'all are close we tomorrow. close on Mondays. Uh, but stay tuned. I have a nice little event uh, that is going to happen on a Monday since we don't open Mondays. Uh, we, I'm teaming up with a very nice guy, the uh, uh, local owned business, black owned business, uh, a vegan business. Uh, it's, uh, he's trying to turn. Uh, a, his food into like road boy style but vegan not real chicken not real burger so i'm doing a pop we, i'm gonna i'm gonna we're gonna advertise soon the first event of uh the of the new year in january is gonna be a pop-up here on mondays with him and it's gonna be road boy style but only vegan sandwiches who, and so all this it? stuff who are you uh his instagram is called smush like uh you know like mushroom smush like yeah so uh we, we're working on things right now and then that will be the first event of the year his name is tyreek uh very good dope man we have some good backgrounds uh good uh a lot of people know we know each other uh we've been in the same places growing up we didn't even know each other we share a lot of knowledge and i was like hey man i mean i like i it's funny because when he called me on the phone he was like hey man so my name is this. I own two restaurants, and I'm trying to see if you guys uh, welcome a uh, small business to do pop-ups. And I said, bro, I got pop. I got a lot going on right now. Like, what do you got, man? Like, when are you trying to do this? First of all, because I got I'm booked up through the entire December. He was like, oh man, that's crazy. I said, what do you sell? He was like, well, I'm on the, I'm on the, I'm I'm doing a little bit like what you guys doing. It said that I'm vegan. I said, oh, I said, hey, can you come tomorrow at like two o'clock? He was like, yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> And he showed up at two o'clock, boom. <laughs> he showed up at two o'clock and, you know, we put ideas together, boom. And uh, I gave him a chance and said, hey, I don't open Mondays here at all, but we're going to do it Mondays. I'm going to open the bar. I'm going to be the only bartender. You do the sandwiches. We'll serve people. We'll see what happens. Right they like it. They like it. So we're going to do some, yeah, we're going to do some vegan stuff here on uh, the first uh, the first week of January here. We'll see what happens. Cool. Nice. Yeah, man. Should be fun. Nice. I like I like vegan food too. That, that's what I'm doing for uh, uh, Spacey Tea Lounge for downstairs. I got about four. I think I'm going to start with four uh, vegan appetizers, uh, a little Mongo Mongolian style uh, dishes, uh, a little bit of uh, South American, uh, South American, European infused uh, appetite appetizers, uh, just to go with the cocktails. Nothing crazy, but yeah, it's, it's hopefully so. It should be good. 
Right on. Should be nice. All right. Well, Louis, thank yeah. you so much for coming on the show. I'm no, really thank you for having me. I appreciate you, you man. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate it for the invite. I know you invited oh, me when we were at the bar. We were, I was drunk, so I was like, "Hell yeah, you let me know." Yeah, and like uh, we'll, I was we'll have to have you back to uh, touch base and see how things are. Yeah, man, definitely. I would love to. Sure. Just let me know, man. Like I said, especially towards the new year. Uh, hopefully, I have a contract with this uh, Spacey Tea Lounge for the next three months. So my job is to make sure this three months happen, and if she likes it, then we move forward with bigger things. And then the pop up will hopefully be open as well by 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 next year, spring. Um, like I said, I got me and the ownership here. We we're talking about a couple of things for Brita Taco and Row Boys. Hopefully, then uh, nice. you know maybe maybe hopefully for next year for the summer if that happens, and we'll see what happens. Until then, hey man, clock in Tuesday to right. Sunday. Just clock in. That's all oh, we yeah. got to do right now. Um, yeah. So very quickly, I want to sort of um, switch gears a little bit. You know, something that we as industry folk, especially especially like having to you know, work late hours and, you yeah. know, it's a little bit less safe, you know, at the times that we all get out of work, like traveling back home, you've had two, in you had two incidents that happened within the span of like five, six, two months, months. two months apart. Yeah. 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 So, um, so can you tell us a little bit what happened? Well, as I was saying earlier, uh, the first one was because they, they would, they target me for my little nice moped. I had a nice Italian Best Five vicious looking motherfucker. I mean, I was just Speedy Gonzalez all over DC with that thing. Um, <laughs> but they got me. Um, I, I I lost control. I hit a car. I split my my head wide open. Uh, I ended up in a hospital with fourteen stitches in the staples from the inside, with another four uh, seventeen from the outside, which is the top of the head. Um, thankfully. Um, Certain situations happen. I I was uh, that was that picture. There's the second this, one. That's from that's the second. second. That's the second. That's the second one. The one with the collar on my neck is because I hit my foot, my head. That was the first one. Um, yeah, man, I'm blessed. Uh, I thank God every day. I thank God every day, no matter what. I don't know if you follow me on Instagram, even though I'm not that that crazy active. But what I do, the first thing is uh, I post at like 7 a.m. every day. Thank you, Lord, or a meme or anything that says thank you, Lord, for another day of life or thank you for this or thank you for that. But thank you in general because, yeah, uh, if I'm here because of him, uh, I, I don't go to church. I don't go. I don't sit there and be like, oh, Bible, this and that. No, none of that shit means shit to me. But he's out there. He's here. However you believe it. I don't care what you believe in. It's higher power. But, yes. Uh, I thank him every day. Um, I don't know. They stole my bike. I got to end up in the hospital. Thankfully, like I said, uh, somehow I got back on my feet, this and that. Uh, two to three months later, uh, like I said, since no more bike, I'm not taking the bus. Um, it was a Thursday. Usually Thursday is my early day because it's the day that I come and do inventory. I come and do, Frank was still in the guide, so I was, you know, doing it for Frank. I would do the inventory, uh, making sure we batch the cocktails for the week, this and that. So that day was not a lot much to do. And it was 7 o'clock, and I said, oh, shit, let me get in the bus. And I got in the bus. I said there were certain individuals in the bus that were watching me, and they saw that I pulled my metro car along with a hundred dollar bill and maybe some other money because it was like a couple of the twenties in there. Um, and then when I got to the stop that I need to get off, which is right in front of Gallaudet University, it's like Florida and Eight, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I usually got off. I usually I've done it before many times at like three o'clock in the morning, two a.m. in the morning. That day was seven p.m. It was daylight. It was still. Uh, it was the the transaction going into losing the summer, going into the fall, 
Um, I got out of the bus. I walk across the street to go into trying to cross the street to go into Florida to to get into West Virginia. I said that two guys pop up and was like, yo, what's up? And I was like, yo, what's good? How are you guys doing? It's a nice day. <laughs> and he said, nah, man, uh, I need a dollar. And I said, man, I don't have no chance. He said, oh, you have plenty of chance. And I said, oh, okay, now I know where we're going. And then, uh, you know, me uh, having the background I have, thankfully, I'm like that guy that says, well, come get some, Slim. Um, I got one. I got two. Next thing you know, there's three of us running around. A third one popped out of nowhere. I did not know it was the designated driver. He saw that his boy was getting, uh, you know, a run for their money. And he came up behind me and hit me with the baseball bat. And, oh, sorry. No, not the baseball bat first. He hit me with a big-ass rock in the back of my head and yeah. split my head in one side. Uh, as I was strong enough to, like, kind of, like, still stumble and not fall off the ground. Then the other guys got out of the car and got a baseball bat and hit me on the other side of the head. So then th- that was the back of my head, not the front. So that's why the second picture you see there, the blood is from the back of my head. The first picture is from the front of my head. Anyway, um, so they robbed me. They took my money. They took my brand-new phone, which I just got, like, a week ago. They took my wallet. They took my pants. They took my jacket because my jacket, I guess they Wasn't figured like out. Was it a they... Jameson jacket? No, everybody say that, I'll be honest with you. I was oh, wearing no. a Jameson hoodie. Uh, uh, I was wearing a Jameson sweatshirt and, uh, and, um, and uh, sorry, not a Jameson, uh, a Jaeger sweatshirt. It was uh, a Jaegermeister sweatshirt because, you know, I won competitions with it. So she got, she get, uh, Ashley gave me a lot of swag. Uh, and I liked it. Everybody was, oh, my God, they took his Jagger jacket. Let's get him another one. I was like, no, motherfuckers. They took my jacket. It cost $300. Uh, it was a nice coat. Uh, so they robbed me for that. They took my pants and left me with shorts and a T-shirt. Uh, and a nice neighbor, they saw the whole thing, called the cops. They said by the time the cops got there, obviously, you know, it was late. Um, and that's when there was the most uh, aggressive one. Since I already had a permanent damage on my forehead and my front of my head, that turned into a more serious injury. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, I was supposed to, be, like the doctor said, you're supposed to be dead. I don't know why you're talking to me, but that's great. Because I've, I've, there's a lot of people in the ICU right now with head injuries and don't even know if they're going to make it. And the fact that you, I'm stitching you in two sides of your head and you're ta- and you're actually coherent, I don't know what the fuck's going on. And not only that, this is not even healed yet in front of you. Like, what is happening to you? You're a lucky man. And I was just sitting there like, huh? <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, so I had that, that happened and, uh, that was, like I said, a little bit worse. So I ended up in, uh, in home for a while. Doctor said that TBI for the rest of my life. So I took, I take meds for that, for panic attacks and stuff. Uh, and also they said that I could not do, I was very fit. It was like, I was in the best shape of my life in those years. Um, I'm a little bit overweight now because I couldn't go to the gym for a whole year. I couldn't go back to work for a whole year, according to them. I went back to work the next four months. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell them. Well, according to him, he, I couldn't do. I was not supposed to do anything that made any sort of uh, movement to my blood to rush to my brain because that was the main thing. Um, yeah. yeah. So I was at home for a while. Uh, the Texas was going on. They stole my car. Obviously, they stole my car. So they uh, and, and on H Street, there's a 7-Eleven on in the corner of H and 8 Northeast. Eight, yeah. Uh, yeah. So they used my car there because I got attacked on 8, but on the other side of 8, like right by Florida, across the street from Gallo there. Um, so they used my car. So they got civilian cameras. It was uh, two 18-year-olds. And the third guy that came out from the car is a 23-year-old. 
Um, so they got civilians. I was, I don't know, four months into my house recovering, um, therapy and already, um, uh, I was just not having it. It was just not me. It's not in my nature to sit. I just, as we talk about work and doing all this, I just, I was just like, I can't, I'm going to die if I stay here doing nothing. I need to go out there. So I lied to my ownership. I lied to Frank. I was like, hey, man, I talked to the doctor tomorrow. If they say that I can go back to work, can I do some management slightly? He's like, yeah, man. But I want to make sure the doctor said, okay, cool, man. I lied. I didn't go to the doctor. The doctor said, I'll see you. He gave me my, my check updates, but he said, you can't do shit for a year. Not nine months. That's what he said. That's close to me. And I was like, oh, only five. Uh, so I lie and I say, hey, man, I'm coming from the doctor, man. They said, I'm cool. I can't do this. I can't go to the gym. I can't do that. But I can do some light work. So they gave me management shifts. And I was like, lie, like I said. But it was like me coming back to like, shit, thank God I'm out of the house, right? Um, which uh, I, I listened to my body and the doctor because I was like, I already lied, right? So I was like, let me see if I can shake because maybe if I shake, then nobody knows. And I started shaking. I was oh, I was like, no. Okay, the doctor's like, I can't do that. Um, so a year was gone. Uh, I recuperated. I was nice enough. The industry, uh, Avalon and uh, Ryan, Redhead Ryan, love that guy. Uh, he works at uh, Hanks on and the work now. I was with him that day. Um, um, they they started to go found me uh, page. Uh, I did not know about. They didn't ask me permission. Not that I guess it didn't matter anymore. But uh, they I remember they were like, "Yo, we need an email." And I was like, "What for?" Like, I said, "Oh, we can, we started go found me. You have money there." And I said, "Oh shit." Uh, my bills was uh seventy eight thousand I think. Um, yeah. um, uh, uh, thanks thanks to them and and the amazing people all over the the industry and everywhere from everywhere they donated, I got eleven thousand. Uh, so I paid eleven thousand and I'm still working on everything else. Um, yeah. So, but I'm blessed to be alive, man. Um. Uh, next, you know, uh, as soon as I got back to like the nine months that passed, I got my clear. I, they just say I'm going to be suffering from this, suffering from that. And the next, you know, I said, cool. So my mentality was like slowly to get back because obviously like I lost touch of like whatever my routine was, which was gym, work, gym, work. I mean, this is honestly, it was gym, work, gym, work. And then uh, I don't know, as I, as I began to come back full capacity, four months later, well, we got this new friend called COVID-19. I said, oh, God damn. Next thing you know, four months more of recovery. I'm in the house doing nothing. Um, but, yeah, man, I'm, I'm lucky to be alive, man. A lot of things happen. Uh, very grateful to the everybody that, in the industry that were that was part of the donation. Um, thankful to anybody that, is not, that didn't do anything. But there was a lot of messages, uh, uh, comments on, like, you know, get better, this and that, this and that. Fox did a new uh, cover on me. Uh, the Washington paper, uh, city paper did a cover on the story. Uh, Popville did a cover on the story as well. Um, yeah, so it was, it was, it was out there. Right on, man. But, but I'm here, man. Like I say, um, I can't say stronger than ever, but I'm healthy. I'm, I'm blessed. That not gonna work. You know, thank God. Um, but yeah, I'm out here just trying to do the best I can and whatever I can. Still doing every. Like I said, just clock in, wake up, just clock in. We're glad to have you, brother. Yeah, Appreciate man. Appreciate you, man. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Marcus, you want to take hey, us I home? Got a couple of TikToks we'll bang out. <laughs> uh, so we saw, we saw the prosthetics. Ha, I said it right. <laughs> Here, it's who can use it. 
Hey, cause I've been a real bitch, you the last one laughing. Hey, kitty, 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 What the fuck was going on there? I like that song. You like this song? Okay. Wait, was she really like, was this a, a, a funny TikTok or she really don't have a leg? She doesn't. She have really a leg. does have a leg. Oh. Fruit cake. I mean, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> lemon, lemon. Oh, I mean, so I'll be honest with you. I have so she, them leggings is making Marcus, them, them your TikTok algorithm must be so <laughs> off the chain, dude. Like, <laughs> those leggings are what you. Like Marcus is going was, through being like, like nah, nah, like, nah. I think she yeah, was wearing one. those leggings that like, all the women was wearing. The on ones TikTok that he rejects, like, yeah. I can't imagine. She looked kind of all right, to be honest with you. Megan, <laughs> too soon. Too all right, soon. so this would have made me cry, but turns uh, out it, it made me laugh. Please don't be a dog. I hope it's not a puppy. There's some good awesome. skills right there. I bet There's that guy so got a six pack. The that. way he went there, went back out there. My goodness, that's what I want. It's like you cry, you laugh because my it's headphones a dad die, fail. guys. I can hear you, but my headphones die. I have to charge these things. You laugh because it's a dad fail, but then you are like feeling good because it's like dad recovery. You know, <laughs> dad, the dad flex. When he you know, flipped plus, himself right back up, what? And, and his crazy. kids are forever gonna fucking cringe from that moment because, like, <laughs> there's so many wins that happened in the span of that video. <laughs> yeah, before pandemic, I put a, I probably could have put that same move, like all the way so, there, put it back. I definitely, dude, that's some like WWE Shawn Michaels shit, dude. Like. That, yes, that's exactly what the Shawn Michaels movie is. Yes. That's a Shawn Michaels movie, <laughs> dude. Oh, man, like, you're, for real. you're from my time. Shawn Michaels style and shit. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I love WWC. WCW, WWE back in the day. Shit, Nitro was my shit. What else uh, you got for nice. us, Marcus? Yeah, right? This is the last TikTok I'm going to play. Um, yeah, we all know we, know we all know bachelor parties. Bachelorette parties. This is the beginning one. Magic Happy Happy you Happy 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 I I always assume I always assume that if they posted the video, she was probably okay. That was crazy. Plus, you know, when you're drunk, you're like extra limber and rubbery and shit. So the way the way that she bent, it seemed like she's she in her twenties. She young. She's flat. She had, the, she had the she had the power of white privilege. She'll be okay. <laughs> well, guys, her, any last words from that crap from the house? Uh, yeah, that was bad. I hope she's okay. To be honest with you, I'm sure she is though. I'm sure she's fine. I'm sure. I don't know, man. That was a pretty bad hit. Like she was just like all over the place. Her feet were up in the air. But we didn't even. (laughs) The car was going. Yeah, it was one of those like. 
He wasn't going. I think like, I think the car was like slam on the brakes and then just hit her a little bit. I'm but don't, sure it's a it's a car and a human body. It's like I'm, can go, I'm can sure go. she's fine somewhere with her yoga mat driving up the property value. <laughs> wow, poor brown that's, people wow. out on the street. Like you know. right. I mean, you never know. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the party must look fun though. Yeah, that one girl there would like. I was like, what's going? On? Yeah, I, I was that, before that before the car. I was like, I want to be in that box. That's where I want to be. But then so, I saw that, I was like, whoa, I don't want to be there now. Um, so I was just going to say a quick uh, RIP to uh, author Anne Rice. Um, I read I the not. vast majority of her books um, yeah. when I was younger. Enjoyed them thoroughly. Hated the movies <laughs> that came from them. Um, but the vamp, you know, the Vampire Chronicles, uh, all that shit was, it was good reading. So she, she passed away from complications uh, from a stroke. She, oh, was, wow. she was, I used she was to 80 live, years old I used to live around the corner from her And the creepiest part of walking home At night was by her house Because it just looked Oh yeah she know. had one of those old school New Orleans Scary like, like, Mansions yeah, like Old school New Orleans Because that's where she was from I, I have to say the, I had the pleasure of blacking out At the Anne Rice Masquerade Ball In 99 that's oh, one of the best. One of the best times you, I don't you, really remember. Were you, were you wearing a mask though? Were you wearing one of the? Um, I thought it was a wise move to dress up like an actual voodoo priest. And oh wow, it That's was not, not. It was not well received. Okay, I was about to say like how did that, I, I was remember. gonna ask that. Yeah, I was like, how did that turn out for you, brother? Uh, I mean, I made it back. I mean that's crazy. Yes. <laughs> imagine if I made it back. That was not. That was a long ass time. You know what I mean? Like. Man, I, I, I will call it That's a victory. Scary. Yeah, seriously. And it was my first time in New Orleans. I learned a lot of very valuable things that weekend. It was my first yeah. case of blood alcohol poisoning. Like it was a whole. <laughs> oh, it was a whole journey. Sense. It was a whole journey, and had to. Drive, you know, I never had that before. I don't know how that. Had to ride like, the whole way back. I had food poison, but not alcoholic poisoning. I don't remember. It's no way, no. There's no way. No. It's no. All right, I mean, and yeah, that's uh, yeah. R.I.P. and Rice. Interesting. Yeah. Raul, do you got anything for us? No. Uh, no, I was just asking Boo how many how many hurricanes did he hit or hand grenades to get get the alcohol poisoning. Right, um, that's true. So Wait, how, I, what do they do? Yeah, do like six shows. I can tell you that I went to their equivalent of HF Festival. Oh. Um, definitely, I think all that well, I had to eat during the day was a turkey leg. Oh, you know, oh so you went to the gas fest? No, this <laughs> was Halloween. Cool. Oh, okay. Halloween '99 in New Orleans, just okay. Random spur of the moment. My friend was like, "Gonna go with someone else," and they bailed. And she was like, "Do you want to go?" And I was like, "I ain't never been." Sure, she offered to drive. You know, it seemed like it seemed like the thing to do. It was a great time, um, from what I recall. From what you recall, got it. (laughs) Midgens of time that you recall. Yeah, yeah, there was definitely. (laughs) <laughs> Me getting chastised for wandering off into the French Quarter alone and <clears throat> allegedly <laughs> allegedly mooning a table of tourists. Allegedly. All right. allegedly. Well, there were tourists. It's okay. Allegedly. There were tourists. It's fine. I can't confirm or deny. But I'm sure there's someone <laughs> else out there that can. Yeah, there were so. tourists. That's fine. Were I, tourists. I had my first po'boy in the fetal position as we rode oh. back. Wow! I cradled it, I cradled it like a teddy bear. 
Man. The thought of eating anything. Best po' boy in life, bro. <laughs> the thought of eating anything was just not, not happening. Best po' boy in life. Okay. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Sounds like a great trip, boo. It was. It sounds like it, yeah. I've been back multiple times since, though. You know, that should tell you, that should a tell you something. Different. A little bit different now, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Dude, doing it as a, a sober bit. adult. Just a little bit. Just a little bit different. But... <laughs> Wait, you were sober last time you were there? Me? Hardly. I was say like, no, it couldn't be. There's no way no. possible. No, no. The mm-hmm. difference is, is that I've learned to pad the belly mm-hmm. before the drink. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. That's 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 yeah, training. It's before, a matter of training. Before it was a very, you know, like I said, this was '99. I was still young and yeah, very you know. reckless and secret. prone to all kinds of. Well, I think I told you this yeah. before. When my secret of surviving New Orleans is four hours out, four hours in. Like take a break, oh. rejuvenate. <laughs> And then go back out. Oh, I thought you were gonna throw but the white like privilege card up. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a, but that's a, that should be the thing for any, any, anywhere you should go. Like, that's yo, not bad. That's a good festival. That's good festival rules too. Like, if you yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. If you had like a three day thing, like do a few hours on, right. a few hours off. Then, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. You know, usually once the drugs kick in, who has any concept of time? Well, right, that's, 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 that's a different that's story. That's weird, you know. It's like, a different story. I mean, for a lot of my trips to New Orleans, I do go to festivals. So it's like I get a hotel or something near wherever the festival yeah. is, so I can walk, and then I do the whole four four thing in, four back out, and just. Uh, my main I concentration learned, I, is eating when I'm down there. When you're down there, yeah, they got a good well, food, I, man. That's true. Well, it's not like they I, have a shortage of food, right? I mean, I Same thing with Nashville, man. Nashville yeah, you have so no business food. getting drunk on an empty stomach in New Orleans. It's no one's fault. No, 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 no. Nobody's <laughs> fault but your own. When I did it, I had no one but myself to blame. Right. I just, I just <laughs> cannot stop eating crawfish there, man. It's just, it's just so interesting. Mm. Crazy. So, I just. That's I the mean, popcorn. It's the popcorn of, it the, is, of the South. I'm like, telling you, and it's, it's if you eat it right, it tastes so good. It's insane. But yeah, I love crawfish. I got my crawfish. Yeah, and pandemic, and people were delivering. Damn. Yeah. It was crazy, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, that's why I like, I mean, like, with that city, I have my bars I go to, the same bars I've been going for 20 years. Like, I got my certain restaurants that they haven't been shut down. Yeah, it's crazy. Nice. Yeah. So. All right, office. kids. Yes. I think it's time for us to leave and get on out of here. Uh-oh. It is time to go to bed. It is not time to go to bed, but it is time to get off air. <laughs> you ain't got to go home, but you can't stay here. Exactly. Uh, I'm going to say, be like Boo. Don't be afraid. They pushed me on and maced me.